You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games about fabulous, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Well, hello and welcome back to episode 112 of the Gamecasters podcast, the show that isn't quite good enough to be nominated for the Golden Geek. Come up when you type board game podcast in a Google search or drive Natalie into a fucking frenzy by hearing my voice for three hours, but is good enough to have a community of incredible people listening like Coke addicts, which makes me feel like the leader of a cult. And come on, don't we all just want to be leaders of cults? Wait. A fucking frenzy, like a feeding frenzy, or a fucking frenzy, like a, like a like a having sex, like a, f- like a feeding frenzy for fucking. Okay, got it, got it. I just frenzy? wanted. To, I didn't know if the frenzy was then like it was like banging, like all banging, yes, banging. or if it was a fucking frenzy, like, like the she's going on a frenzy. Was an adjective. Yeah. No, no, no yeah. fucking. It's a it's fucking a, fr- like a, a, a fucking sexual frenzy. fucking frenzy. How would you chum for a fucking frenzy? Chum? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Like what do you ch- what do you use as chummed for to um, start a fucking frenzy? Maybe you have to do the laundry a lot. Yeah, you just throw <laughs> detergent like into the clothes, detergent all like, over into the bed. Nat- Natalie gets home and she's like, what, "What's this? What's this clean shirt doing on the? Is <laughs> this is causing is a this frenzy? Leading upstairs? <laughs> oh, things are happening in my body right now. What do I do? And then the fucking frenzy begins. <laughs> There's a fucking frenzy. Yay! <laughs> Greet from the office said it best. You have more fun as a follower, but make more money as a leader. And while that is technically true, join the Patreon for exclusive content heard nowhere else for a small five dollar monthly fee. It's not about the money for me and Jeff. Natalie has a new coffee addiction that's about to see us reverse mortgage our house. So please, if you want to make her happy, send us your money. I'll do whatever it takes. Want to listen to me seeing Natalie's boobs? It's called secondhand porn, and I'm pioneering the concept. It's just me describing sexual situations to you, and you can secondhand masturbate to it, but you can use your firsthand. Firsthand masturbation to secondhand porn is the tagline. That's not actually going to happen. Anyway, find this content over on on Patreon for a mere $5 a month. Actually, maybe the secondhand porn should be a higher level to experience. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure that out with our accountant later on. Ease it in. Welcome to the show. My name is Ryan, and I'm here with my wife, Natalie, and the guy we pay bad money to be here. Jeff, the mad board gamer. You always hear people say I paid good money for this. Yeah. Where's all the bad money being spent? Well, I'm spending bad money on On you. I'll take it. (laughs) So you guys, (laughs) I have officially created my first character for a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. I'm going to be playing in that Ben from the Date Night Thrice podcast is running. Okay. Okay. My name is Grizul and I'm a changeling wizard spy. Okay. Meaning shocking. Meaning I I can shape shift into other people and I can cast magical spells like mage handjob and I'm a spy so I can mage handjob people without them knowing and LOL at how fast they come. I'm assuming that's the first quest we're going on. But seriously, I'm really pumped about it. Pumped. Get it. For those of you that don't know Ben, <laughs> that don't know, Ben and I do a show called Session Zero every month, which you can find over on the Date Night Thrice YouTube and Twitch channels that sees Ben and I talk about our experiences as newer game masters in RPGs. But do you guys want to hear some of the voices I'm workshopping for this character? Oh boy! You can tell voices? me which one you think is the best. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Is, ever, is anyone else doing voices or just you? <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, whenever I make a voice, it's the default is either British accent or yep. Count Chocula. Yes. Okay. okay. So take that for what's worth. Except when you're trying to do a British ass- accent, then, accent. It's not, mm. then it never comes out British. Yeah, then it's, then it's like really, really <laughs> offensive really Asian stereotype for some okay. reason. I don't know. It just happens. Okay. So here's the two. I'm going to read two sentences. Okay. I'm going to read, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Seinfeld. And I'm going to read, hello, my name is Grizul. You killed my father. 
prepared to die. And sorry, your name is Grizul. Grizul is my character name. Okay. Okay, so here's uh, the first one I'm thinking of. It's kind of like a grovelly accent. Okay, ready? Yep. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Because that's like... Like Russian? Yeah, Eastern European. Got it. Uh, Hello. My name is Grizul. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Are those are different? I know. No, no, those, those are the same. same. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Those were two okay, sentences those read the in the same way. Okay. okay. Or. Got it. Okay. Or. <sighs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. Hello, my name is Grizzle. You killed my father. Prepare to die. What if I just talked oh with my that God. the whole time? Yeah. And then you're like, could normal. I do that? Yeah, yeah like, you can. You're like, hey guys, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> Does anyone have an Arnold Palmer bottle? I have to go to the bathroom. Natalie's trying to sound like a man voice. Is so great. Yeah, do that again. Hey guys, gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go grab some more water. <laughs> I like Natalie trying to do a guy voice and Ryan trying to do Natalie doing a guy voice. <laughs> That's a great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Well, it's hard. I my gotta try to get to Grizzle. my deep register. <laughs> you killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> that, that's a good one too. There you go. Yeah. I used to always, I used to always do try to do that voice when I'd be like, anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> anybody want a peanut? No more rhyming. I mean it. <laughs> now you say. Now it. you do it. Anybody want a peanut? Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> uh, so it's get- funny. You said the first one was like Eastern European. I, the fourth one that I was going to do says... The fourth one? I was going to do four, five. <laughs> what? Five? Yeah. The, I'm not going to now because we just... I think we got it. Because I think we got well, it. Well, I want to know the third one now. Yeah, do we need to know three, four, the third five? One, the third one just says normal me voice. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. These pretzels. Wait, what's my what's my normal voice? <laughs> How do I hold my hands? Pre- these pretzels. How do I do this? These pretzels are making me thirsty. Hello, my name is Grizul. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Okay. Say, I want you to say, well, hello there, gamers. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Well, hello there, gamers. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Hello, my name is Grizul. Uh, you killed my father. Prepare to die. R- Radio Ryan. Yeah, yeah Radio Ryan is. voice. Okay. Yeah. Radio Ryan. Okay. okay, what's number four? Number four says, <laughs> I just wrote Russian if possible. Okay. If possible. So here's Next. what I was gonna do. These. Pre- <laughs> This pr- these pretzels, they make me thirsty. Hello, my name Grizul. You killed father. Prepare die. But is prepare, that kind of the first one? Prepare die. Prepare die. You killed father. <laughs> you killed father. You'd be like, hmm, father, don't What like random me. words should I leave out of this one? <laughs> no, so I sound exactly more Russian. Uh, the only way to sound Russian is to just leave out all the words. What's the last hmm. one? The fifth one is, these pretzels, they're making me thirsty. Ah, ah, oh one pretzel, oh, yeah. two pretzels. Hello, my name is Grizzle. What about, uh. You killed my father. What about Minnesota? Prepared. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so I got these pretzels, eh? Yeah. You seen these pretzels? Oh. Oh, they're making me thirsty oh, now. Oh, too salty. Well, hello. Hey. Oh, heck. Oh, hey. How the heck are you? My oh, name is Grizzle. Oh, don't you know. You I saw you over at Arby's. I was going to stop you, but you looked busy. Did you kill my father? Oh, heck no. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> well, if you did now, prepare to die. I hit him. Oh, yeah. I hit him in the head. Oh, geez. Right right there. Well, you know. Oh, heck. I understand. Are you like, I know you're a thief and you're a spy. Like, what I'm are you? I'm not a thief. I'm not a thief. He's always a I'm a changeling wizard spy. He's always a wizard. Oh, yeah. From the dawn of time, <laughs> Ryan has never broken stride from his wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. But listen to this. I'm playing it differently. I'm well, not necessarily. What's like your personality like? 
My personality is kind of like Time this. Out. Okay, why okay, is Ryan's, why is Ryan's personality a wizard? Is that what you just called Because I'm not good looking enough for her. So she needs to know <laughs> what my personality is. It's like we're house. getting very close to real life now. Yeah, the no, cloak you I'm, wear on the house and the staff <laughs> that you carry really brings it out. In I'm asking because the personality like <laughs> can help determine what voice to use. No, no, right. no I want to okay, go That's back. a good question, but I'll go ahead, Jeff. You, so you riff. The, you are saying that the Ryan's personality is the voice, not a wizard not reminds Ryan. you of Ryan. Griswold. Griswold. What's his name? Grizzle. Griswold. Griswold. Yeah. I'm not in National Griswold. Lampoons. <laughs> National Lampoons, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I don't know, Margo. He's better than making me dirty. That was supposed to be Natalie doing the man voice. Hey. <laughs> what was that one? I know. Say, hello, my name is Grizzle. You killed my father. Prepare to die in your deep voice. Hello, I can remember all that. My name is Grizzle. You killed my father. <laughs> These pretzels, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you killed my father and these pretzels You are killed my father, but man, do you have some water? Thirsty. I could really I use... Thirsty. You, could, you should really wet my... These pretzels are going to make me die. I'm thirsty and I killed my own father. <laughs> <laughs> these pretzels, man. should know I'm very excited about it. I like being a dweeby little nerd, and this game really gives me the opportunity to be a smelly little 40-year-old loser who plays make-believe on a computer. <laughs> you did it. I feel like my grandpa would be looking at me with so much shame. Men used to go to war, <laughs> and we're sitting here I like... to war for your freedom. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wow, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah. My name's Grizzle. <laughs> I'm a wizard. <laughs> but I'm a wizard spy, grandpa, grandpappy. <laughs> <laughs> so did you finish the character? Have you created? I have created him. I, his backstory is all set up and ready to rock. So, so you're going to start. So is the next episode, you are you playing in I Session will Zero? Or are you probably talking about not. So to, on Sunday, this coming up Sunday, we are playing, but like just like a, a bullshit practice scenario, because not all of us are here. But the following Sunday... I think is when we're going to start. So yes, by the next okay. episode, we'll have like played streaming one. it or anything, right? It's just like no, we're just we're just playing online with yeah. with with and you'll ben, ben and a bunch of his buddies. On the podcast, yeah. So we'll, yeah, I, we okay. will have played one hopefully by the next episode, so you can hear the exploits of Grizzle and which voice I went for. <laughs> Dang it, I don't want to be Russian, but it's kind of something. Well, you Russian. kind of threw the spy in there, and that's like generic, like generic yeah. media spies are Russian. Russian, that's true. True. The Cold War has done that to us. You're right. And espionage is a word I've thrown out a lot yeah. in my backstory. Maybe, maybe you could just speak in your voice, but te- like be Russian on the inside, but you're pretending to be an American. Okay, so you're so a I'm Russian. a Russian who's who's trying to sound American. Yeah, French fries, baked potato, still, <laughs> still a little Russian. barbecue sauce, still a little Russian, Bar- barbie, <laughs> barbecue sauce. Yeah, still a little Pamela pie. Pamela Anderson's <laughs> vagina. Yep, <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's Bay it. Watch Nailed boobies. it. Boobies. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. Yep. Uh, Apple pie if on my penis. people think of a- Pamela Anderson, I think, don't think they think of her vagina. <laughs> Pamela Russians Anderson. do. The <laughs> Russians, Russians trying do. to be American, they're like, what do American love? Uh, How many Russian downloads do we get? <laughs> Two? I, we might have zero. I don't know if we're allowed in Russia. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we got blocked. I did check. I don't think we have any North Korean downloads either. Oh. It's just yeah, not many not people do. Happen. Yeah, which is a bummer. I don't think they're, are they allowed to use the internet there? I think they're banned. Um, I think the there's a lot of banned. stuff that's blocked. Right. I don't know if all of the internet. I don't know if the whole internet's but banned, but certain. it's it's something regulated. It's something bad. <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah. Something. something. They can't cool. do it. There's a lot of stuff they cannot do. So what's up with you guys, Natalie? What? Yeah, you, you had something? something. Oh, 
Yeah, I just found a funny story on Reddit. It's okay, be it, so fucking. Is great. it a funny story or <laughs> is it a? It's it's funny. I think, yeah. I think it's funny, but I think that you guys will think. All right, it's before funnier. you start it, this is what she did. She was like, "Oh my god, I found this really funny story," and we were like, "Really?" And then she keeps reading, and she's like, "I mean." Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I funny. Could, she's like, it could be funny. It could be funny. <laughs> like, if you're in the right mood. She totally backed way off of yeah, her claim it that it was be. really good. Let's hear it. Well, you want to hear it? Yeah, badly. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Jeff, what are you up to? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> after, after having sex with the fourth girl of my young life at I like the it time, so far. I decided to get an STD check. Not for any physical reasons, mm-hmm. mostly for the emotional reinsurance. Reassurance. reinsurance. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so it's too late. Yeah, it's coming out. The, the job is coming out. Reassur- yeah. Anyways, I called my neighbors across the street, and who was three years older than me, basically my big brother, and I told him that I made an appointment to get checked, and I asked him what it entailed. And he said, it wasn't too bad. They did a sperm sample, swabbed his dick, checked his blood, et cetera, et cetera. Ugh, swabbed his dick. Oh. Yeah, I think so they got to go in. Yeah, they bit. go in the people. So I felt pretty yep. prepared going in there a few days later. On my way to the clinic, I was feeling pretty nervous to ejaculate in a cup, but I reassured myself that it was going to be fine. How's he got you? When I finally got there, an older lady called my name and handed me a clear cup and escorted me to the restroom and said, please go in here. I was picturing more of a comfortable room where oh, I could do my man. private thing of choking urine. my chicken, but I thought, fuck it. The bathroom will suffice. Oh, God, I hope yeah, it's, it's going to be. Oh, okay. I remember it's looking around for some pornographic urine. material because my neighbor said that they provide you with some, but there was nothing. Oh, I remember no. thinking, what the fuck? This it place is. just expects us to use our imagination. Oh. <laughs> well, he's got a phone. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, something yeah. On there, disappointed. Man. I said, oh, well, not like I haven't just used my imagination before. So I began, yes, masturbating over the sink. Anyways, I remember amazingly rubbing one out pretty fucking fast. Almost too fast. Amazingly. What an amazing one. That was a quick one. Oh, heck there. Don't you know I got that one done pretty quick. Oh, my father. So I thought that I'd wait in there an additional 10 minutes because I didn't want her to think I was some type of freak. (laughs) 10 minutes. Oh, you came pretty fast there, buddy. Yeah. Well, 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 what'd you do in there? Just so you know, our normal clients, they take about 15 minutes. (laughs) After waiting in there for what felt like an eternity, I found finally handed my semen-filled cup back to the old lady nurse who acted impatient and upset that I took so oh, long. No. I began yep. following her down the hallway. The woman set Why the cup it? on this desk table thing, oh, looked God. at it, and then picked it up again, and she jiggled the cup a little bit. Oh, no. She stopped. It. I she held my it. breath as I looked at her face as I saw it turn from confusion to sheer horror. Oh, no. She turns to me and goes, um, sir, we only needed your urine. I will never forget the feeling <laughs> that I had at that very moment. Oh, my face got red. I felt immediately hot. My legs felt weak. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yep. There have been I so have. many that embarrassing moments ran. in my life, but luckily I can think pretty quickly on my feet and can dig my way out of most uncomfortable situations. That's got to be the worst. As for this moment, there was no fucking shovel in sight for me to dig myself nope. out of. There's nothing, nothing to say. say, nothing to do. I just stood there terrified. I just jizzed in a fucking urine sample cup. And now this poor elderly yeah, woman who was probably months away from retirement was now horrified and confused as she was gripping a hot cup of my potential babies. <laughs> 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 to be fair, urine's pretty warm, too. So yeah. it's, not, it's not like it that tipped her cup, off. By the yeah. way. I'm guessing the clinic never trained her for situations like this. Even if she had made a joke <laughs> to lighten worse, the mood, man. it would have been better. What if he was like, that is my urine? Yeah, he was like, I did. And then she's like, well, geez, what does your sperm look like? Hold on, I'll show you. (laughs) After going back to pee and a few tests later, I got the F out of there. After much reflection, though, I now think that she deserved it. Because honestly, yes, I did assume that she wanted a sperm sample, but the woman never specified what she wanted. No, 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 no. Therefore, she assumed I knew too. And when both people are assuming chances that one of them is going. That's what he did. That's what he did driving home going, well, she didn't say anything. 
That yeah. Just that, take your embarrassment and move on. You <sighs> fucked up. You are the asshole. That's, That's like great. Natalie and I watched this video of this. There was this homeless lady and she was just like <laughs> sleeping outside, and this guy walks over to her and just dumps a cup of water on her face. Like cold Douche. water, and it was cold outside. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm sleeping. And she's yeah. like, I don't even have any other clothes to change into. Like, just, like, it's and so, freezing. And he was yelling at her like it was her fault. Yeah. I'm like, that's like, what this guy? Well, yeah. you didn't fucking tell me to give you urine. I could have well, given you any, shit. Any cup that I get, I just jizz in. I, jizz so in. I, have, I come or shit in it first. I have came in so many cups. It's, it's, I can't even count. You're lucky lady. you didn't get okay. my diarrhea. That's yeah. what I thought I'm When I go over a friend's house, I just fill all the cups with it, okay? <laughs> I think the funniest part is like, you know, you go in the bathroom and you should be in there for like one, two minutes. And he's like, I'm going to wait an extra even 10 though, minutes. Even though it sounds, like, it sounds like he came in the amount of time it would take someone else to pee. Yeah. <laughs> but then to wait like 10 minutes, you'd also be like, anything you're doing in there, be like, is this dude okay? Yeah, what's like, happening? Right. Like, what's going on in what there? What is happening? Is he's he pooping all, in the cup? Is he pooping? <laughs> he could be pooping. A, also, poop in there? she said we just needed urine. Did she also detect urine in that cup? Was there urine and semen in the same cup? <laughs> we just needed urine, sir. Urine Go take the here. semen out of this and do it one more yeah, time. Yeah. Have you Ooh. ever had Go rinse this out. Test? Where I've had to come in a cup? No. like I've like, had to pee in thousands like of cups. He said the neighbor said that when he got tested, he had to do that, but... This guy just had to. Pee oh, like in have it. I had a test for an STD? Yeah, like is no. there two mm. different things, or like was a guy messing with? Him? I don't know. I've like, why I've never had an STD test. Mm. Yeah, I don't know the the penis Me swab either. I've heard of. Like you go in and they swab the yeah, inside. yeah they like sense. swab the inside of your dick hole. Yeah, your dick hole dick, gets swabbed. Dick hole. The dick hole. Hi, my name is Dick the Hole. <laughs> nice to meet you. You can call me <laughs> Mister Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, uh, Richard Hole. Swab me. The dick hole. You got me dick hole. gotta swap dick hole's dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's fucked up. What do you that's got, a Jeff? Great, that's a great story. That is really good. I'll tell you this. It was really funny. Okay. It good was. Good job. Well done. Where'd you find this? Reddit? Yeah, it's got oh, a Reddit okay. story. It sounds like a Reddit story. Reddited. Okay, I have some things. Okay. Thing number one. I'm going to turn it over to the Facebook group. Okay. We are creeping up on 200 people in the Facebook no, group. No shit. So we did a giveaway at 100 people. Mm. So we're gonna do a giveaway at two hundred. I feel like we that was not that long. I know it didn't seem. Yeah, that I don't. Long. We, yeah, and I almost felt like, feel like we were at ninety something for a long time, and then we like shot up to like one forty, and we've kind of creeped up since. Mm -hmm. So, um, join the face. Basically, like I feel like the giveaway should just be everyone donate games to Brian who just runs. I was gonna say I'm um, not over there, but I Brian know. is. Yeah, and Brian. It's, uh, it's been cool. It uh, Brian did a Would you rather uh, <laughs> the other day? That was Would you rather poop out a pineapple? Or pee out a grape. Yeah, sometimes he does these things, and I'm poop like, out a I, it's a bunch impossible of, for me to ooh, pick one of these. I pick the peeing out a grape. Really? Because I, I think I poop out a pineapple. So I guess there's different things. Of, really? Yeah. Pineapple. If I if that thing has to go through your body, a pineapple going through your intestines is I'm going assuming to tear the, you apart. Well, okay, I guess we'd have to find out. I'm assuming that the question is: there's a pineapple at my sphincter, yeah. and there's a grape and ready to be. It out. Yeah, like which one yeah. do I? What I guess for a girl, maybe peeing out a grape. Wouldn't be quite as bad as for like a boy. Well, I feel like, but I think it'd still be pretty painful. Pooping out a grape would probably at least be possible. I don't. Could you peeing even poop, out peeing out a grape? Could you even poop out a pineapple? That's Is that even how possible? Big. Does your sphincter have to? I get? know those are like a, big. It's not like it's a cucumber or something. It's like. But listen, you always hear about, and maybe it's not because of the uh, size of the things, but you always hear that passing a kidney stone is one of the most painful experiences yeah. on earth. But is that because I know, it's of jagged. sharp it's and jagged? jagged. Mm. Where a grape is a... It's, it's smooth. It's smooth. But it's, it's big. But it's, it's going to balloon up yeah. that uh, vas de Franz or whatever, <laughs> wherever it's coming out. Ooh. But he, So he does some great stuff on, on the Facebook page. So at 200 people, we'll do a giveaway. I have no idea what it's going to be, but as soon as we hit 200, I'll 
post things on the Facebook. I'll let people know here on the show who wins and what they won. And I'm, I'm sure it'll just be a cool mystery box yeah. full of shit that I found in my basement. Very awesome. Hey, get and over onto the Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The next thing I need to talk about is is this product that I've bought. Oh. Okay. okay. Thanks is it a Floby? Thanks to John Kalinsky. Okay, it's called Hugo's Amazing Tape. Oh yeah, you never heard of Hugo's Amazing Tape? I've never used it. Okay, regularly. I, I don't, I have, I've never heard of it. I've had. I have a roll somewhere. I bought like oh yeah, like twelve years okay. ago. So Hugo's Amazing Tape is it's like five bucks on Amazon. It comes. It's like bigger than like a Scotch tape roll, right? Mm -hmm. But it it only sticks to itself. Yeah, it sticks really? to itself so you put and it on nothing cards. else. Cards. So you can like wrap yeah. cards in it. And it won't fuck the cards up because you know how you like you don't you don't want to put like rubber band around cards. What kind of cards? Board game like cards. Any what board game cards? I don't or know, a greeting card. <laughs> tarot cards. Sure, you can put you can them go on buy tarot cards. Yeah. Greeting cards. Yeah, we're board gamers. What yeah. do you think? So you can, say, okay, to like uh, keep them together. Yeah. So in a instead stack. of using okay. yes to keep them together. <laughs> oh my like god. Stack. No, you, you you use it on one card at a time. You just because yeah. it feels your cool. fault. You didn't specify if it should be P or yeah. But we also agree that the P guy was the one at fault, not the old sweet lady with the jizz in her hand. Just, just with a jizz lady. cup. <laughs> Sweet so jizz cup lady. Instead of like using baggies, you can use this Hugo's tape and just wrap it around. It sticks to itself. Okay. And it only sticks to itself. And then when you take it off, you can put it back on. Yep, it's like reusable. It. Oh, yeah. And if it gets dirty, you can just like I've rinse it off of and this. it sticks to itself. I got to roll somewhere. I don't know if it's like no super magic or something, yes. no. but I feel like you just need to have a roll of it. Yeah, it's cool. So I we're going to talk about a game soon. And I use this to basically make the game organized so much better. Like I took all of, and I've been doing this the last few games that I've gotten and punched, is I've wrapped up like the expansion components into separate things, but put them in the same kind of stuff. So when I reach in, I grab out all the regular game stuff and the expansion stuff is wrapped up in the Hugo's mm. tape. Mm. So I'm using that for a lot of stuff. Very I cool. like it. Yeah, it's great. And if for five bucks, you get like 50 feet of it, that'll last you a long The one I have is time. small. But I bought it a lot. I probably bought it 12 years ago. I think it's, it's been in that out, it card has been sleeve. out for a while. Oh, yeah. For, I mean, I remember uh, somebody mentioned it in a Board Game Geek thread back when mm -hmm. we were first getting into the hobby. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I went to like Ace Hardware. I'm like, do you guys have Hugo's Amazing Tape? And they were like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? I'm like, it's called Hugo's Amazing Tape. And they were like, I heard you the first time. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, and I, I was have, like, I, I don't know how else to tell you. Do you want I this? I don't know. Yeah. Can I use your bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Do you have a cup? I, I want to know like what people who aren't using it for board games use it for. Anything that you'd want to adhesive, you know, keep something together, but not fuck up with tape. It might have to be like maybe it's like a crafts thing, or like it could be a could be a hobby craft thing. Yeah. But I'm I've been using it for board games more recently. Maybe you're been, having fun times with the lady with the misses, and you want to bind her hands, but you yep. don't want to leave any sticky residue on those. Ah. Uh, ooh. ooh, does that hurt? Yeah. Mm. Someone said that the best safe word to use is meatloaf. Right, because <laughs> because uh, he would he would do anything for love, yeah. But he won't do that. Well, he won't do that. Won't <laughs> yeah, me love is the best safe word to use. Okay, it was speaking on Shark of, Tank. Yeah, that's where it like started. Really? I don't know if it got funded. Did it get funded? Someone obviously, someone picked it up. Mark and Lori are no longer go. involved in the business, having sold Wait, it. How oh. long ago? I swear to you, when I first got into the hobby, this is when Shark I bought Tank's this. Been shit. on for a long time. Has it? So it, oh, yeah. Shark Tank's definitely been on for... 2010? Yeah. It's been oh, okay. a long ass time. Okay. So maybe it's one of the early ones. It does seem like I've watched a lot of Shark Tank. It seems like a Lori product. Cheap, yeah, QVC. Quick, yeah, it sounds QVC. like Mark and Lori, and then they, as soon as they got their money back, they like sold it. Good for them, because they probably made that person like millions yeah. upon millions and millions. Of, way to go, Man, Hugo. Shark Tank is awesome. Yeah, Shark Tank yeah. is great. All right, what do you got, Jeff? Um, all right, we got to talk about this Golden Geek thing. Fucking thing. 
Okay, first of all, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, okay. when, I that when, when the nominees went up for best podcast, I was like, there's 15 nominees on here. I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. And every I kept reading through it, and I was like, damn. Damn. So we're not we're even not- in the top 15 plus the other ones that have won. So yeah. Yeah. Guess we're just fucking losers. Yeah. So Ryan and I spiraled out of control. <laughs> we did. We were like, Tuesday. oh, and, and there was shit. an extra like twelve hours of voting. Yeah, what was that on about? Monday? It just like kept going and it nothing was, yeah. ever happened. It was unlucky that we did not get to promote at all on the podcast. I don't know if that would have helped, but it was unlucky. Yeah. And if you if you're out there and you voted, humbling. thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah, if you thanks. didn't, it, it's only you have you to blame, Natalie. Um, <laughs> I voted. Yeah, no, Ryan voted for you. Yeah. So I want to mention. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the podcast. They can suck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck Except em. Gabby. No, um, we're vo- board game snobs for the board win. game snobs. I'm vo- going for vote them. board game snobs, yep. please. Yeah. Um. So I want to highlight at least some of the games that we've played, uh, in some of these nominees. If that's cool. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. You ready, Natalie? Yep. So in two player game. Yep. Beer and bread. Yes. I think beer and bread's gonna win. Probably. If I, if I had to make a guess. Um, well, because that's be my the, guess. That, what else is nominated in there? Because so, that's like beer the best. and bread. Boop. Okay. Which you guys have yep, played. Yep. Boop is good. Yeah. Uh, Caesar. Oh, Caesar we didn't play it. I want 20 to. Minutes. I yeah, play it. that's like the... Um, Natalie, I think we played a game similar to that. That's Paolo Mori, right? Yeah, and that's like... What game? I can like picture Blitzkrieg. the cover. There's like a guy on the cover oh. yeah. holding like a big I think flag it's similar and, to Blitzkrieg, yeah. which we played and you hated. Um, Caper <laughs> Europe, which I've seen a lot of places. Marvel Dice Throne. I guess Dice Throne might... Fuck Dice People Throne. do like it. Mm. Yeah, fuck Dice Okay, upcoming upcoming review for the three of us is Mindbug. Two players, oh, I which play I that just so got. Bad. I just got a copy of the new standalone expansion. I just got it the other day, so okay, we're gonna so play can that. Can you play the game with just that? Yes. Oh, cool. So I'm gonna figure oh, you that just out. Said standalone I'm also, expansion. Yeah, I'm also gonna just see if, like, I've reached out to the um, designer, Richard publisher, Garfield, <laughs> just to see. No, no, just the, the guy that is in charge of the um, the publishing company. Sure. He, um, I'm, I'm gonna reach out to him and say, like, do you think I need like the base, like a base box? Yeah, play that first, and then kind of throw in the expansion just to get a better um, sense of the game. Right, Pagan, which I don't know, Pagan, P A G A N. Not heard of that. Splendor Duel will probably get a ton of votes. Twilight Struggle, Red Sea, um, which is a apparently a Twilight Struggle spinoff. Undaunted Stalingrad, and then um, Wingspan Asia, which is the two player hmm. um, expansion. I don't beer and bread. Yeah, but there's a lot of like there's popular big stuff names. in there. Yeah. Like if you, so I think I think people vote honestly, even if they haven't played the game. Or some oh, yeah. people will just totally. vote, and I do this. I vote for games that I have played. Me too. Yeah. So if you haven't played some of these games, how can you vote for it? Even the best one. That's fucking yeah. yeah. But there's ones like against Dice the spirit or of the Daunted. Shit. I'd be like, I wouldn't play that. But there's someone who's probably, probably played like Wingspan, who's probably going to go, oh, I'm going to pick Wingspan yep. for a two player mm-hmm. game. It's like you didn't play the two player version. Whatever. I thought the Wingspan. I could be. I thought the Wingspan <clears throat> two player thing was like an expan. Is it an expansion or something? I think so. I wonder if it's an expansion too. <laughs> if it got, it did. It got, it got nominated for expansion oh, okay. to Wingspan Asia. Well, so. how could that be a two? Makes maybe there's like you the, can add the two, two player, player variant or a two player. I, I have heard. I have like heard two player only. I think from Shelly, I've heard, but for some reason, I keep saying that Shelly told us stuff when it's other people, so it might not have been Shelly. Shelly just told but us I do everything. think it's like it was Shelly. Thing that we say, yeah. Shelly told. <laughs> That's going to be the new thing. I do think it was Shelly um, that was like, "Hey, can you pee in this cup?" Oh yeah, and then <laughs> and then right, you and then I pooped in it, in it first, oh, and jizzed. then came on top of the poop, well, and so it was like a glazed. Chocolate cake. Yeah. What's that? That's definitely your fault because she said to pee in it. She didn't say it, actually. She didn't specify. You said she Shelly just, said, can you pee in this cup? With her brain, but I didn't her, hear it. Oh, her her brain, mind bugged me, brain but I didn't it. know. Artwork and presentation. <laughs> Blood on the Clock Tower, Carnegie, Core Quest, 
which is kind of cool. Core Quest got yeah. nominated because um, didn't his daughter do the art? I think so. For that, yeah, that was oh. really cool artwork too. Yeah, uh, Creature Comforts. Yeah, that's Endless that Winter. <clears throat> oh yeah, Everdell the Complete Collection, which of, seems that's dumb stupid. that that's Fuck got that. nominated for. That's it. bullshit. Um, Flame Craft, which yeah. we nominated in ours. Hell Foundations yeah. of Rome. Okay, probably more of a presentation than artwork. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Heat, John Company. Oh, Merchants, Merchants of the Dark Road, My Father's Work, Return of the Dark Tower, Weather Machine, Wonderland's War. Oh my God, that is so a, many. A that is a loaded category. How many fucking nominees is that? Is there 15 in every category? <sighs> might be three. Well, there was a lot in the two-player one, too. Yeah, but I feel like there was more in this one for some Yeah, there might really? be. Maybe I'm wrong, but... <clears throat> That's a well, fuck ton 15, of... yeah. Okay. Cooperative game, Aeon's, Aeon's Trespass, Odyssey, Burn Cycle, Core Quest, Decorum. Decorum, yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Frostpunk, ISS Vanguard, Keep the Heroes Out, Kites, Lands of Galzer. Ooh, I want that game. Lands of Galzer. Galzer, is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. Um, the, oh, look, she's wearing a <laughs> Galzer. So. <laughs> I like when women wear Galzers. No, it's a bro. Oh, it's a bro. <laughs> it's a gal. Um, <laughs> Mists over Carcassonne, Oathsworn, and Paint the Roses. Yes. Mm. Devin uh, loves that game. <laughs> yeah, Devin loves that game. <laughs> Devin's, Devin's oh, and then, that one. sorry, I was on the uh, next con. Return to Dark Tower, Star Wars, Clone Wars, and Vagrant Song, all for cooperative game. Okay. Expansion. Everything Dune, okay. New Everdell. There's a Meadow expansion. Did you guys play? Did you guys like Meadow? Nope. No, no. that was the one you did. I, didn't I feel like, like you played a couple of nature did, games yeah, in a row. Right. And we did. Know. I think we liked neither. Okay. Uh, on Mars, the Alien Invasion, Parks, Red Cathedral, which is still sitting there staring at me, which I really want to play. Yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, okay. Be, be okay with this. Okay. Roll camera, the B movie expansion. Fuck yeah, that probably makes the game wow. go from amazing to the greatest. <laughs> that was nominated. Um, there's a root one. Star Wars Outer Rim had a expansion. Viticulture World, which is I know one that I put on that sure. for my vote, and then Wingspan Asia. Innovative Blood on the Clock Tower. God, everyone. Fuck Blood on the Clock. Jesus. I just for some reason I don't know why this is one of those things that it makes no sense, but almost Agreed. like because everyone way. likes it, I'm yep. like fuck that stupid piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, I do that too. Where I'm just like I guess <laughs> you were just I'm just gonna, I, know, know me. I know I know he was just I know shit Listen, yesterday. I have for never being like once that. denied that I'm not. A, I, I am a hypocrite. Okay, and everyone said I wasn't. <laughs> I know I'm a fucking hypocrite, but for some reason every time someone's like I just played Blood on the Clock Tower and it was just so much fun. There was 42 people and everything was great. And there was like 150. <laughs> thousand characters and we all played every single one it took 45 hours ah, fuck that game i don't know why it's probably awesome i hate it <laughs> you don't even it's know it's got this huge stupid box you can like only get it. you can't like buy it in any fucking store you gotta like order it it's on order for like six fucking weeks I before you finally get the shit in he's gonna love it he's never playing it i won't play it. i nope. know but if he does he's gonna be like fuck. god damn awesome. it it's probably really good <laughs> fuck it though but fuck that game. i'm not voting for that piece i'm with you <laughs> Uh, innovative, cat in the box, dead reckoning. Cat in the box. Okay, innovative, I can see. Yeah, innovative, innovative. Not good game, just innovative. Yeah, okay. Deal with the devil, which I've heard is pretty cool and innovative. Listen, deal with it. Heat, ISS, Vanguard, John Company, Mindbug, My Father's Company. Work, Planet Unknown for innovative. Yeah. And okay, Return yeah. of the Dark Tower, Turing Machine. Yeah. Turing Machine. Turing Machine. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's based on something that's way old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, light game of the year. So this is more of like, I feel like, the categories I pay attention to. Sure. Games, right? Mm -hmm. Acropolis. Cool. Cat, cat in the box. Ugh. No. Uh, Challengers. Never heard of it. Dorf. Dorfromantic. Dorf goes fishing. Dorf goes fishing. <laughs> Dorf romantic. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. No. It says Dorf romantic, the board game. Okay. So Dor maybe it oh, is Dorf goes fishing. <laughs> maybe it's based on Dorf. R-O-M. Antic. A-N-T-I-K. Dorf romantic. Dorf romantic. Door Fromantic. Door Fromantic. It's like it's like when you read vanity plates and you're like, what the fuck does yeah, that say? It says something. I can't see what it says. But it, this is nominated for a couple things. 
Foundations of Rome, light game of the year. Long shot, the dice game. Mind bug. Next station, London. I think I awesome. That one. Ready, set, bet, light game of the year. Awesome. Uh, rear window. Good I game. Like Good game. Sea salt and paper. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. Like, is it sea salt or sea? Sea salt. Comma, salt. I don't know if there's comma, a comma. No, like, like sea salt and pepper. This is sea salt and do you, paper. Do you get it? Uh, it's probably a You didn't get right. it, did you? Like, no. sea salt is a I was thing. Like, what do those have to do with each other? Natalie Michelle. <laughs> Splinter <laughs> Duel and Trekking <laughs> Through History. Medium game of the year. <laughs> I don't know if this is entertaining. I, I won't read them all. Uh, this but is I, fun. I want to do. Right, right. This is great. Go. Medium game Can't of the year. Now. Which uh, they always put as like G O T Y. I know he's medium. Game of the year. Yeah. Game of the year. Medium Gotti. Medium Gotti. Medium Gotti. Um, Atiwa, Atawa. Yeah, the new yeah. Okay, that's Uwe Rosenberg. Which I just, like stare at, and I'm like, do I just want that game? Do I want another farming game from him? Wait, but probably. Am I wrong about what that's about? Is it not a farming game? I thought. I, swear to, I, I guess I just assumed Uwe made a farming game. No, is that the one with like the weird looking cover? Yeah, there's like an animal on the cover. Uh, yeah, I thought it's not farming. No, no, I don't know. It might be oh. honestly. Um, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's got that weird yeah, bat, bat with the orange. Something? Okay. <laughs> it looks so weird. Okay, it's about Ghana. Oh. About what? Ghana. It's a country in Africa. Mm-mm. So it's not farming or it is? I'm, it could I'm, be farming. I'm right about that, right? Yeah. Uh, it, no, it says farming as, as one of the categories. Okay. Mm-hmm. Animals, economic, educational, environmental, farming, territory building. <laughs> Ooh. Sounds like a Uwe. But only 2.74. Oh. So, so Well, he says medium. This year, they made some checks for it's like- close to medium. For when you nominated a game for light, medium, and heavy, Board Game Geek asked you if you want, are you sure you want to yes. nominate it for that category? Because they had made made already like check marks. They already, if the game is a 2.0 or lower, it's going to go in the light category. Yeah. Or we're going to prompt you and say, yeah. this isn't light. But that's and a I weird think, place to cut that I off. I think two to three maybe was medium. I would have to double check that. Those numbers are probably wrong. But And then it's three or higher would be that. I wish it was like, Shifted up like two and point, a half, to yeah, three and a half. Maybe, yeah, I mean, even like 2.3 and down to and then 2.4, like whatever. But yeah. usually it all, it's, I mean, out. it's so subjective anyway, yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like an actual objective scale, it's all feeling, you're right, yeah. Blood on the Cock Tower, interesting. The Cock Tower, yeah, I kind of, I'm interested yeah, in that. Clank Catacombs. First rat got nominated for a game of the Sweet. year. Yeah, oh. Flamecraft, Guild of Merchant Explorers. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. Uh, I have seen a number of people post about first rat. One of them very recently, Daniel, um, the game table yeah. on Instagram. Huge Everyone account. that I see that posts about it loves it. It's surprisingly good. I think it 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 doesn't <clears throat> start with like huge hype, so you're not like overly like anticipating this amazing thing, and then you play it and you're like, this game's good. But what I'm surprised about is that it still gets talked about. Good. I'm glad. You know, I I was sh- I was surprised. I played it and I was like, okay. I was just kind of anticipating a, a fine game, and it was well better. than I that. feel like that was a similar thing you had with Red Cathedral. Yeah, like you were going into it like, okay, Devere doesn't isn't typically known for yeah. their A plus titles. In a small yeah, box. like that slug game. <laughs> yeah. No, it's silkworms. Silk it's called silk. Silk. Uh, silkworms. What a great slug. theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Slug. Hello, I'm Slug. Um, <laughs> you killed my silkworm. <laughs> medium. So, medium game. First rat, Flamecraft, Guild of Merchant Explorers is a medium. Yes. Oh, yeah. Heat. Bitch. I would say Guild of Merchant Explorers is pretty light, but, but it yeah, is they, light, especially in subjective. comparison to the next one, which is Lacrimosa, <laughs> which is in medium. Libertalia, the new Libertalia from uh, Stonemire. Cool. Fuck Mosaic. That. Oh. Planet Unknown, 
Yes. Wonderland's War. Oh my god! In medium Damn. game, great. Oh great my god! Games. How do I? Fu- I mean, I gotta go Wonderland's War, but how do? Jeez, Wonderland's War, Guild of Merchant Explorers, and Planet Unknown are my like top three games of the yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And and then throw in like the hotness of Flamecraft. Yeah, Flamecraft is great. great. There's like there's some some good ones. Yeah, in that. yeah dude, what a good year for gaming it was. It was. Why do they have so many I'm gonna talk about this later when we talk about <laughs> our our kind of main feature game, but. I've played, I want to say six games I've played in the last one calendar year yeah. that are like top 25 yeah, top games. games. Like right. And that doesn't, that's not great, normal. Like great games. Yeah. We've gone like years of being like, yeah, this wasn't a great okay. year. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, there's been, there was a lot of, there's a couple I didn't ones. mind, but, but man, there's, there's been, been like some of our games. favorites. I agree. Heavy Gotti. Here we go. Okay. Aeon's Trespass. I don't know that game. Is that like an Aeon's End? It seems like it was it in cooperative, me. right? Yeah. So gotta be like um, hands and so heavy game carnegie cool i good game that was one of the games i would just talk about that would be in my top 25 we we kept that i think yeah we have that still a dead reckoning which is a game i've always wanted to play same seems cool i, I know, never it does endless winter which i loved which again is one of those games that is in the top 20 in the last year great western trail argentina which i just played the original all right it's crazy <laughs> that wait oh so is that a standalone argentina is a standalone okay okay, yep. okay and i think they're gonna do another one that has a different country or Going down old South America with <laughs> uh, John Company, which I really want to play. I want to play that so what bad. That? It's Capstone, I think, right? Yeah, it's it's just a hot game. It's like I think it's an economic. John Company is it an economic. Yeah, it, it might game? be warish, like a waro. A waro. Yeah. Like a warrioro. Yep. You got it. It's like Wario. Like Wario. <laughs> it's like Wario. John the Company. No, Wallo, Wallo, I <laughs> Promise and cajole your way to the top whilst running the East India Trading Company. Oh, okay. Players assume the roles of ambitious families attempting to use the British East India Company for personal gain. So let's see. Economic, educational, negotiation, political, strategy, thematic. Push your luck. Ooh, push your luck. Negotiation. Jeff, we're going to love yeah, this. Yes. Nothing. Bribery. Natalie's going dice to hate rolling. This. Oh, fuck yeah. She never <laughs> Also, you want to know the weight of this sucker? 4.41. That's a. What's appealing about that? Here is the big. playing time 90 to 240 minutes. 90 to it's question mark. Somewhere between 90 and 240. You know when you like, threw a party back in the day and you were like, uh, seven Go until to question, question mark. mark. That's John Company. Yeah, John Company. <laughs> 90 imagine minutes imagine to someone's like, so how long is this going to take? And you're like, somewhere between 90 and uh, 240. Yeah, like an hour and a half <laughs> to four hours. <laughs> Somewhere you want to come over? Somewhere between. You want to play? You got time? Uh, Marrakesh also for heavy game of the year. Revive. I want to play Marrakesh so bad. Did you? Did you? I backed it. Me too. Yes. I backed that. I want revive really bad. I want that too. Top plays it right. Yes, everyone plays it. Uh, fucking loves it. Probably Shelly, I heard about it. That's where I heard Shelly did. Shelly, Shelly, Shelly was like, Shelly's ten. Shelly was like, this is ten out of ten. Tila Tomb again. Love that one. What's that game? Tile Tile Tummies. Oh, to, you mean Toledum. Toledum. Tile Tummies. Tile Tummies. Okay, good. Wayfarers of the South. Tigris. 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 Yeah. And Euphrates. Yeah, Euphrates. <laughs> Got him. Weather Machine Got and Woodcraft. We still wow, play dude. Weather Machine. He's good. Holy fucking fuck. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? I don't How know. Many and, can you I'm going to play Woodcraft, and I just know I'm going to love that game. Well, it's got your it's your boy now. I know, and it's, it's your fucking so boy. Effing. And who's Jeff's he boy? Wants real to get quick. Into woodcrafting. W- yeah, right. Who so it's it? for, there's something for everybody. I know it. Okay. You also love his I games. Know. You do. I know. Tap your finger don't, in your mouth a little wait. more. Tap don't your wait. finger don't out waste. your mouth. Okay, I'm going to tell. Tap your mouth. <laughs> put it, it in your mouth and suck it. So much dead air. You suck it. We're, we're I know it. You suck it. You suck it. What's his first thing to start with? That'll give it away. V. You gave it away. V? Yeah, V. V. It starts with a V. Victor Chrome. Well, I didn't give it away. I'm just kidding. You are? Oh, 
really? You're joking? We kind of <laughs> gave you clues by saying you take out your socket and you suck it. Take out your socket and you suck it. Oh, yeah. Suchi. <laughs> Vladimir suck it. I want her to think of the first name. Vladimir, Vladimir suck, it. Suchi. You suck it. You suck it. Yeah, the Suchi. What else does he do? Underwater cities. And? and? Another one of your favorites. Pulsar? Yep. Yes, and? Oh. That's a, that was what I had yeah, that's in my repertoire. Okay. Praga. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Didn't and did he do Prodigal Club? He do Prodigal Club. He he do he do it. He do uh, he do Prodigal he Club. Last will, last will, right? And then Messina. Did he do? Oh yeah, Messina. Messina. <laughs> and then his woodcraft. What did you just say? Did you say did I do that? Did I do that? Did I do that? Is that what you said? But did, why did you say did that? He do that. Yeah. Why, why did you say that? What prompted that? <laughs> I think because like, I said he do that. that? He oh, do that one. I thought one of us said cheese or something. Cheese. Anybody got any cheese? <laughs> oh shit, we're off the rails. Yeah, we are. Sorry. Uh, party game. game. Blood on the glass. Tower. Oh, great. Oh, God, uh, I this love is that the fucking game. wingspan of this year. I'm going to be pissed. Challengers, which I don't know. Feed yeah. the Kraken. Fun facts, not that fun. Yeah. Uh, gang of Dice. Yeah, it was like, okay, facts. Green team wins. Yeah, That's getting yeah, my yeah, vote yeah. for sure. Kites. Long shot, Good. the dice game was really fun. Cool. Mm. Penguin Airlines. No. Phantom Inc. is great. Yeah. Ready, set, bet, great. Wow, Phantom Inc. got a three. Yeah, that's Do pretty cool. That? Way to go, Resident. Phantom Inc. Do you know? <laughs> Do I know that? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Wait, which did I play? Anybody now? got any semen samples? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we just needed your urine. <laughs> we just need. Oh, oh. let me go take. I it. thought it was supposed to be the Holy Trinity. I come pee and poop in the same <laughs> Holy Trinity. <laughs> Holy Trinity. If you need vomit, I can do that. Spectacles, <laughs> testicles, wallet, and watch. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. Print okay. and play, Aqua Marine. Oh, great game! Yes. Yeah, oh, you yeah. played that one. That's yeah, a, that's really good. Fantastic I like game. And these are ones that I don't Copperdale? know too much. Copperdale. Yeah, okay. Copperdale. That's right. Birdscaping. Doctor Who. Wait, is birdscaping like what a male bird does when it wants to get rid of its pubis? Yep. <laughs> like I got a birdscape. Hold on, bird. honey. Yep. I got a birdscape. Got a birdscape. <laughs> Doctor Wait. Who. Oh, did that hurt? Ooh, a little. <laughs> <laughs> the Old Prince, 1871. Okay. Shoes tat Tactics. Wallet and Watch. <laughs> <laughs> sunshine, Sunshine Shitty. Brule. <laughs> <laughs> a Wayfarer's Tale. Okay. And Woodcraft Rolling Right. There's Go already a Woodcraft rolling so. right. Woodcraft's been out like three months. I guess so. We got a rolling right. Yep. I'm going to skip. Copperdale is fantastic, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Solar games. Fuck no, we've gone this all far. Right, all right, all right. It's already 80 minutes in. Aeon's Dress Pass, Alpha Null, Aquamarine. <laughs> yeah. Aquamarine. Aquamarine is really is good. Fun. Frostpunk, ISS Vanguard, Nemo's War, that. Paperback Adventures, Paperback Resist, Adventures. Siege of Valeria, okay. Turing Machine. Siege of Valeria sounds like a disease. Yes, yeah, I got does. the Siege of yeah. Valeria. Oh, should I just go get some I penicillin, just, man? I, I just in this cup, and you have the Siege <laughs> of Valeria. Got siege you got the Valeria, bro. The Siege. You got the Siege. <laughs> yeah, we just call it the Siege around here. You got it. Siege. Yep. You're under siege. You of what? You got the Valeria. You got the, you got the Siege it's of Valeria. Siege you right now. Thematic game. Aeon's <laughs> Trespass. Blood on the Clock Tower. Fuck yeah. Dead Reckoning. Frostpunk. Heat. ISS Vanguard. John Company. My Father's Work. John Nemesis Boy. Lockdown, which I think is a very thematic game. That's probably it, that's a good yeah. one. Oathsworn. Return to Dark Tower. Boats for Women. War of the Ring and Wonderland's War. I don't know any of these war games. I'm literally, I'm going to skip you the know, one. Game. You know the one about Wonderland. Yeah, I'm going to skip the war game. It's not oh, that's even probably not in there. Yeah. Best podcast, fuck them. Fuck them. Board game snobs. Board uh, game snobs. Yeah. No, seriously, real quick. Yeah. 
Congrats to all the people who right, are now. Of course, oh, we're, of course. This is, we're, we are definitely tongue in cheeking yeah. it here. Yeah, uh, we're not butthurt at all. We didn't cry into no, our pillows. We for didn't. Yeah, we didn't get really angry. It. But, but no, seriously, the board game snobs I think deserve. They your deserve vote. it. We're fans of yeah. them. We are big we're fans. They're good people. With of Gabby. Them. <laughs> well, half of them. Yeah, half of them. Half of them are really good people. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Fire. Board game app. Clever forever. I don't know if that's a gone Sean Clever game, maybe. Oh, yeah, probably. Everdell, The Grizzled Armistice Digital. Sweet. I would play that. Hero Realms, Llama, uh, Maglev Metro, Role Player, and Wings of Glory. These are, what's the app? The app. Okay. Mm. Yeah, the app. I was reading some stuff that uh, some people were saying if we're adding best podcast, should they add best YouTube channel or best I saw that too. And I do agree. That they probably should. The, so they've had the the best board game podcast for since inception, probably of these awards. There are now way more ways that people experience board game Content, media. Yeah. However, what I don't think they should do. Somebody suggested that they fuse this category into board game content oh, creator. I if agree. they do that, no. a podcast will never win ever, yeah. ever. ever again. Right. Because as as popular as the most popular board game podcast is on this list. Yeah. There's probably 50 YouTube channels that have like thousands and thousands of subscribers yeah. because mm-hmm. more people will watch a YouTube video than will listen to a podcast. It's just the way it is. So yeah. I, I do agree that they should probably add like best YouTube channel, best maybe even like, you know, TikTok. Or yeah. Something. Best TikTok or something like that, yeah. but they should not fuse it together with visual podcast visual content creator and audio something like they could do something like that or then it could be youtube tiktok instagram something if we have a fucking shot in hell they need to not touch this category (laughs) if they change the content creator we we are not going to win for the next 40 years we're not there's not even (laughs) there's no reason to even like advertise there's no fucking way that would just we'd be fucked yeah we're already probably fucked but still that's that okay well go vote for your favorites in all those yeah when does it end I don't. I don't care. Uh, I, it's, I think. I think you have maybe a week. Oh, okay. I think a you have. You had, you had ten days from when it started. I think. Oh, okay. and it's not too far. Like you, maybe, you probably have a handful recently. more days. Yeah. So go, go cast your vote yeah, for blood on the clock tower yeah, a thousand yeah. times. That over. Wins, so I'll report back in maybe the next episode, if not the following one, to just tell everybody who won. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sulkin, the Mayan calendar, mm-hmm. the voyages mm-hmm. of Marco Polo, Ooh. Grand Austria. Hotel. How grand? Lorenzo Il Magnifico. The Magnifico. Newton. Newton. Barrage. Barrage. Golem. 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 <laughs> Toledum. Tiletum. Tiletum. No, keep going. Tiletummy. <laughs> These are all the games I've played of designer Simone Luciani. These. These are some of the best games ever designed. So the immense amount of pressure and stress to make an absolute banger, to use the parlance of our times, must be astronomical for this man to get it right. Well, does the newest design, Darwin's Journey, what did I say in the in the uh, association station for it last episode? You guys remember? Yes. Natalie got it, was it right. Like, evolution. And it was... Evolution. Evolution. No. Chaser. Evolution. Evolution. No breathing. Don't give a fuck. Give a cup. I'm bleeding. Who knows? I don't remember. Evolution Expedition. Something like that. Oh, that's oh. it. Yeah, that's that it? Okay. the evolution part right. Anyway. Um, how does Darwin's journey stack up? Here are some historical facts about Charles Darwin given by Natalie last night before the game. Charles Darwin. Who is he? Stop, Natalie says. Right. Um, he discovered America. 
Okay. And later she figures out, no, that's Christopher Columbus, and then says, oh, right, Darwin died long before Columbus discovered America. In actuality, Charles Darwin died about 375 years after Christopher that's Columbus. You told me and he was, was an a biologist who came up with the theory of evolution based on natural selection, which I'm about to find out firsthand if I don't stop coming after Natalie. So, Darwin's mm-hmm. Journey, newest game by design superstar Simone Luciani, is a worker placement game about Darwin recounting his memories of traveling through the Galapagos Islands, which aided in his development of the theory of evolution. Each player has four workers in this game, and each worker has a row next to them where you can place different colored wax seals. And this is important because worker placement spots have wax seal requirements on them to be able to take that action. So if you want to go exploring in the Galapagos, you need to use a worker that has a green wax seal in his row. And so it's this really interesting way that you're crafting each worker to be both versatile but also powerful as stronger explore actions where are going to require more green seals. You're traveling along three Galapagos islands, discovering new species to place into the museum to gain steps on the theory of evolution track, which has tons of potential points, and stopping at campsites to remove little wooden tents from your to gain actions that let you do other actions. You're also sailing across the ocean alongside the HMS Beagle, earning and possibly losing victory points along the way. So basically, you have five rounds, four, possibly five workers to take actions with per round, exploring the Galapagos, sailing the ocean, discovering plant and animal species, and earning more victory points than your competitors. Things I liked, you guys. Simone Luciani has done it again. Yeah. My favorite game of his, to give this away, okay. has to be Grand Austria Hotel. I okay. think that's my favorite game that he used to... Shut the f- <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it first. Um, <laughs> but after one play, Darwin's journey might just might be in that second spot. Whoa. I loved, loved this it. game. It felt so great crafting your workers for what actions you wanted to take and the action chaining... The, this game chained actions together so much it was more like an action chainsaw. Oh my God. Get it. Every single decision I made in this game was related to how I could make the most out of every action by doing two, three, sometimes four or more things with my one single maple. The game kind of felt like Maracaibo fused with Hadrian's Wall, fused with the Lost Ruins of Arnak to me. You're going around exploring and getting stuff that lets you do other stuff to unlock stuff that you can then spend to get more stuff. Every decision in this game was so good. It's one of those games where it's okay if your opponent takes the explore action because you can just get the last two stamps off your player board, which gives you the first place in the end of round bonus and also gives you an immediate benefit now, which is exploring. So you get to do that anyway. And oh, look, when you explore, you get to visit a campsite that lets you put more stamps out, which empties another spot in your player board that gives you another action to take and sometimes it just feels like it can go on forever and it's so great wow he's passionate about this i absolutely loved the theme and the look of this game there's something viscerally fun about exploring an island to me setting up campsites discovering animals even though it's mostly abstracted down to euro mechanisms i have the kickstarter collection collector's edition and it has play mats for the main board which just feels really supreme right the 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 player boards are which you know is great the coins are metal the seals are waxy and actually kind of something i dislike but the game just feels premium with this version and I'm so happy I own it because I really do love that premiumness. I also want to touch on the expansion content in this game. There's one huge expansion in, I think it's only in the collector's Kickstarter edition, called the Fireland expansion, bundled together in the main so box. Too. 
but there's also a bunch of mini expansions that are a breeze to turn on and they all add very little rules overhead to the game and I love that about expansions. We've talked about that so many times. What a great way to not let the game get stale. There's one expansion that gives you a game-long power, which I love, one that adds a Darwin worker that you can get who's extremely OP, one that adds an animal companion that just gives you a boost to starting the game, which I know is something that Jeff likes in games like that, one that yep. adds pirates, one that adds scenarios. There's so much content packed in here that it's just really something else. So things I didn't like. So it sounds like there's probably nothing I didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> but there is definitely stuff I didn't like about this game. First of all, the action chainsaw this game is can probably keep this from being a game I want to play with four players due to the inevitable AP that I can see happening. And it's the same issue I have with Grand Austria Hotel, which I will only ever play with two. But that's my favorite Luciani game. So that's really not such a bad it's thing. It's great. It's great right. at two. That right? game is great at two. It's good at three and it's unplayable at four yeah, for, for me. It's slightly below good at four. But man, this game can get long and tiresome, I think, if you have to wait for three other people to have the lengthy think that can happen on every turn. Also, this is mostly an issue with the collector's edition, but the wax seals, they were really cool looking, but they didn't really shuffle together very well. They stuck to each other like crazy, so getting a nice random pull was not super easy to the point where I was kind of missing the cardboard equivalents for a while. My biggest complaint, though, has to do with the phenomenon some Euro games fall into, which is being able to do everything that you want. Usually what makes a game like this great is time constraints. You have grand plans and really want to be able to do everything, but you definitely can't, so you need to pick one or two things and go ham on those, spamming it over and over like Natalie does in the bedroom when any Ryan Reynolds movies on. <laughs> but in this game, and I read a few BGG comments that had similar thoughts, I was able to pretty easily accomplish every single thing I wanted to do. I had maxed out the Theory of Evolution track by the middle of round four. I almost single-handedly put every single species into the museum it was basically completely full i was able to get to the end of the ocean track by uh and basically the end of two of the three islands i completed two of the three of my starting objective cards filled two almost three worker tracks completely with wax seals i had more money than i knew what to do with almost the entire game and this normally spells disaster for me in games i hate being left with well, now what do I do? I guess I'll just spend the final round squeezing points wherever I can find them. All my plans have been accomplished. And that sort of thing did happen here. I was disappointed that I was at the end of the evolution track so early as I had plans to get more steps on it that were just kind of wasted now. But overall, I don't think I gave a fuck. I had so much fun pushing buttons, pulling levers, and using that action chainsaw to cut through the difficulty of this game that it left me with the best feeling. I felt like a fucking superhero. Ryan the Action Chainsaw James is what they called me, and it was glorious. <laughs> More plays, we'll see, if the doing everything phenomenon starts to annoy me, but for now, the way I feel about this game is a 9 out of 10. First Damn. play, 9 That's out of fucking great. 10. I loved this thing. Natalie, what'd you think? I really like this game, too. We we um Ryan learned it and set it up, and I was kind of not looking forward to it. Just I didn't know anything about it. I well, just know there's that, no kind of about it. You were like, no, I don't well, want to like, do the this. The rule book's 26 pages. There was tons of stuff. And so in my head, I'm like, here's some big, huge, heavy game. I don't really feel like playing something big and heavy. <laughs> and he like taught the rules. And I was like, okay, it's easy enough to get. You know, it wasn't too, too hard to, to, you know. That came get, later. Get it, I guess. But um, <laughs> the beginning hard stuff was later. And then we started playing it, and I, I thought it was very smooth. I did not have trouble, you know, remembering what things did. I thought everything was very clear. It was. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was. It just felt smooth. It just felt like I just could just play the game. 
immediately, you know, and sometimes it takes me, I feel like there's like a learning curve the first half of the game, the first time you play it. And then I'm like, oh, I get it. That wasn't really like that. This game, I feel like, you know, you kind of just start and it's like, I don't know. It's just all right there. And I really liked that. Um, There's a lot of ways to, there's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of ways to change actions, which I liked. I thought the components were fantastic. I know we have that like upgraded version. Um, And I liked that. Like, instead of not knowing what to do, like, some games that are, like, heavy or difficult or even just the first time you play them, you, like, sit there and you're like, I don't really know what to do. This one, it wasn't like that. It was more just, like, what, which one should I pick? Yeah. You know, it was more, so it was, instead of being, like, I don't know what to do, it's more like, okay, I could do this and that'll do this for me. And if I do, I do this, do this, I can do this. And if I do this, you know, it'll set me up and <laughs> this, this will give me scene. more points. And this <laughs> will, you know, um, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Of course. Yes. Yeah. So like that Every, part. It's a game. I think what you're trying to say is it's a game where all the options are awesome. Yeah. And so you're like. Which one is the best one? You have. If you have a P in this game, it's more just like, yeah, which the Wait, best what? one. P? If you have a P. Oh. <laughs> I, I know. Said a P. If you have a P you have in this a P. game. If you have a penis. You know what I'm talking about. It's a P. Yeah, it's a P. A you have a P. That's a thing. That's a P. Well, it's a board game term. A P. A P. If I got a P in a thing, come on. You know. You know. If you got a P in this on, bottle. It's on that board game geek. It's a P. It's a thing. But yeah, like, I mean, I'd much prefer that as a reason to, like, take a long time than to be, like, confused and not understand what to do. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was really fun. And uh, yeah, there's some things after Jeff talks. I feel like I want to compare and contrast because we played with expansions he didn't and there were some like questions i have about what the difference is between the two yeah can't wait yeah okay for sure okay i played this game too spoiler oh shit <laughs> we played almost at the exact same time yeah it was adorable yeah, we did jeff sends us a text and he's like have you guys played darwin's journey yet natalie sends a text back and she's like we're actually playing right now and he's like oh lol so are we and she's like we just finished round three and he's like oh my god we're just about to finish round three. we're about to finish round three. <laughs> i think we finished like 15 minutes before you we were we were like it's getting late we were like finish. you're the let's schmoopy. do this no you're, you're the, the schmoopy. schmoopy i still i call millie that all the time you do I'm like, yeah. good morning schmoopy <laughs> no, just too she's the perfect little child to call schmoopy she's because she will react to you yeah. as if she's the schmoopy she is the schmoopy, she is the schmoopy. duh <laughs> so i so i got darwin's journey i did not do the entire giant everything i don't have the player mat or the mm. whatever was in that thing is that what's in there yes we can talk about that too okay so i don't have the mat i have the metal coins the stuff Fuck that yeah. comes in the collector's yeah. box i oh, have do you I didn't do, do you have the wax seals the wax seals okay. are in the box the screen printed Things yep. bug that screen. So what don't bug. You, you probably only don't have the play oh. mat. Do you have the card sleeves? No. Okay. Do you and have that, the expansion? Uh, the Darwin expansion. Darwin expansion. It's like a little. It was like a little envelope that you just kind of opened. Ooh, probably not. Okay. Um, I basically just I just got the box. Got it. So it was ever in that box? It has. Oh, so you don't have the fall mouth expansion either? Then the long, the long little box. The long dong. Oh yeah! Thank God one. for the little box. Ooh, thank God for the little box. I didn't box. end up using that, but that was one of the top. Yep. Yeah, I remember. I, I don't said know. Foul mouth. Okay. Interesting. I'd have to look at it because I really just punched it and played the base game. If you just got the box, then I just yeah, got you the probably box. didn't. You probably didn't get all that. So stuff. maybe you know they always is it Thundergriff? Yep. Maybe I'll add stuff on in their next Kickstarter. Sure. So, you know something. Just if if this is a game that I'm going to keep playing. So Ooh, let's find out. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing about this game is and this might seem weird but i think you've played it so you understand I, well, I know you've played it so i think you'll understand is that there are limited choices in this game mm-hmm. there are really only five action spaces that you can go to yeah 
but your turns and paths as you take those actions seem endless. Yeah. And that's what's really cool is there's some order of operations in there that make your turn go from like, this was a good turn to like, that was a great fucking turn. Yeah, like that was so satisfying yeah. because like you both said and doing this and doing this and doing this, it's like, and, and figuring out the order of that was fun. Yes. And to Ryan's point, figuring out the order of that to then do everything you possibly want to do could have absolutely been a downside. So I enjoyed that the worker spaces like throughout the game sort of like opened up. And I, I, I don't know if you mentioned that. So you start with almost, almost these base level no. things. Mm -hmm. And so it's like explore, move your guy to around the, around the island. Great. I can do that. And then as you start to as start to open those things up, now it's move three. And as your worker gets better, now it's move three plus one. Now I get to take an action of a spot I've already been on when your worker gets even better. And what I really liked about that is early on in the game, you could take the action to open up that space, which nobody could take early because you don't have the workers to do. But you mm -hmm. get to take that action for free and then maybe plan for it the next round, which I really liked. The player boards are great. I wouldn't call them like they're not dynamic because you're not like getting no. new thing when you pull them out. No. But when you take things off of your board, there's bonuses for like putting out tents and things like that. And one thing that I didn't, uh, I didn't like think about was I just got my tents out as fast as possible. Like get my Let's get some tents. Oh, out. I'd see. But there then are like way better later. shit yeah, on way that far later island on. that was way closer to Devin on the game yeah. board. Mm. You're like, and I was oh like, no, oh, I could have got eight points over there. Instead, I got one stamp. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> right. but, I got my, uh, but I got my tent out early, right? Yeah. So there were some things that I yeah. know that I need to do better at. Did you empty all your tents? I emptied all the tents. I emptied all the stamps. Did Devin yeah, empty same. all her tents? Yep. And, and her stamps? Yeah, stamps. same yep. with us. So yeah, it was it was that was one thing that I wrote down too. I'm like, I Devin said the same thing. Devin was like. I think I cheated. She said this a lot in the game. We She's said like, the same shit. I think I cheated. Oh, yeah. We said the same Ryan, shit. Ryan like thoroughly went over our points at the end again because he was like, how did we, how did this happen? We went beyond the maximum that you could get on the board as the, as the board went. Yeah. I was like, we're over Which is weird. There's like, they even put those so many points on there. I think I was off by 50 points, by the way. Okay. I was talking oh, so about you were 50 that. higher. Um, okay. But yeah, well, that, that makes me like feel better. Weird track that's because how it was. The thing only shows to 50. I know. And I'm getting off if track. If you're going to go over 200, why are you going in 50? And scores are well over 150. Well, yeah. probably into the 200s. Just seems like that's a weird stop. No, that's a good negative to say. Because why didn't they just put the fucking track around you the board? You go around the board and at least get to 100. So the score track the board, only goes or, in the very top of the board. It goes from 0 to 50. And then there's a spot for 50 that you just put another cube on and then go back to zero. And right. then when you get back to 50, then you shift Which it to 100. Fine. And then it's and, just... And like throughout the game, the in-game points that you're getting, fine. But at the end of the game, I mean, Ryan got like... Ryan went to, get like I got like tons. maybe... Ryan got 90 points and I got like 72 points for something, for like those books. The theory of evolution track. And then it's yeah. like, okay, well... We just blew through that whole 50 and then some, and now we're like kind of keep yeah, track. Like, At one point, I was, like, I was like, let's just do it on our phone. I was yep. like, I, this is confusing me. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I just looked much I at the score, I'm like, oh, Devin only beat me by three, but you beat me by 53. Yeah. She had the cube on the <laughs> other right. one. Yeah, exactly. And so again, like you said to echo, like these bonuses that are everywhere, these combos are really cool in that, like Natalie said too, there's, there's never, you're never kind of blocked because sometimes you're like, okay, I need to take the explore action. And then when that gets blocked, for lack of a better word, you find a better combo to get that. Yes. Yeah. So also that say, feels so great. Oh, I, I'm going to be able to do this sort of adjacently. Yep. I'm going to mm -hmm. be able to move my Explorer, which I was just going to take the action for, but now I can take the stamp action to let me move my Explorer. Yes. So I thought even when you get blocked, 
your brain could switch and find almost a better combo. Yeah. That, and which was cool. A lot of the time, you're never actually blocked. A lot of the time. You just have to pay to right. go yeah, there. True. On the really on the better actions, you're blocked. But yeah. you can always usually go there. It's just like it always Someone in a two player there, game, you gotta, you gotta pay three fucking coins. And that was supposed I think supposed to be the <clears throat> the to make the game tighter. Yeah. For it sure. had to be to make the game tighter. Well, the first bonus I took was to reduce that to two. That was the that first was, bonus that was what I, I took too, because I was yeah. like, "That's got to be a, it's got to be a thing." Yeah, for like, the long game, that's got to be sweet. And then I kind of realized, I'm like, it did, "I didn't, I didn't really do ton. that ever." Yeah, yeah. but I also had money, so maybe it was that was because I only True. paid two per whatever. I thought for a 26 page rule book that it was a very very good rule book. Uh, I I read it and I watched the John gets games. I t- I, I messaged Ryan. And I forgot Natalie, and I said, did you vote for us? And she said, yeah, no. <laughs> and, and Ryan was like, watch John Gates Games. I was like, okay, cool. And John Gates Games is great because he plays the game. It's yeah. not necessarily like a tutorial. Yeah. It is as he's playing the game, he's showing you. But I was like, okay, let me watch this. And I looked at the rule book. I'm like, Cementing this rule book it. is fucking good. I really thought it was good. Because one of, the, one of like my downsides was that it was not the easiest teach for me. And I think partly because there are icons that are not main actions that show up in other places. Yep. And like doing it like a tent is not a main action. That's that you, you don't put mm-hmm. a worker down to put a tent out. But that happens in the explore phase and it happens in the boat phase. So you almost have to go, all right, here's the actions. And now let's talk about these individual sort of mini games that are happening. Right. With these different symbology, iconography that yeah. is there. And I thought the rule book did that really well where they were the the layout just seemed to work when I explained when I read it and then I explained it to Devin and she she got it but maybe be aware of that as you as you go through and yeah, the, think about the, the game only thing it. I thought the rule book cuz I agree the rule book was laid out really nicely the one thing I didn't think it did a great job is uh, with was if there was a question it was pretty hard to fucking find Agreed. in the rule book where to Get like because it was like huge because it's twenty six yeah. fucking. You're like I'm like okay, we have a question on this icon. I'm not seeing this icon in the player aid. I'm like fuck, it's gotta be in yeah, the rule book for that. By and the way. so I'm looking at the rule book and I'm like I don't know where the fuck do I I don't know where to go. Eventually yeah. you find it, but you know it's I agree a, with it that. wasn't and it's totally laid out because it's not just twenty six pages. It's fifty pages because, because it has expansions. the expansion stuff in there too. Mm. So it's again, daunting. the collector's edition. Yes, the collector's yeah. edition. So yeah, I agree with that, but I feel like when I read it, it was like yeah, easy okay, to understand. I and I think it. that speaks to Natalie's point where it was so smooth. It didn't have concepts where you were like, "What?" I've read rule books where I'm like, "Okay, this is making sense," and then it gets to a certain passage, and you're like, "Okay, what is it?" Now it's all yeah. convoluted. This game was not like there that. was not any fiddly like processes processes right. through right. action taking. Right, it was right. simple. It's like you go to the ship. And you can take two or three or four ship movements. Simple. Yeah. Right. You know? And then wherever and you even, stop, you get the thing. Even with some of those ones I was talking about that were almost like adjacent actions, like a tent. Devin asked a couple times, so can I just put a tent there? Yeah. Yep. You're on the spot. Mm-hmm. You just right. put a tent there. Yep. When can I achieve these goals? Whenever the fuck you want. Whenever you want right? to. Right? So those kind of things pulled that fiddliness way down. Yeah. And I really appreciate that because they could have ramped up complexity for complexity's sake by True. doing all this little kind of shit, and they didn't. Uh, on the negative side... Pay attention to iconography and just know that it, it might be a weird adjacent sort of. You're teaching. right. There's also some icons like to your yeah. point. Even I would even go like one layer further than that. There was like so you know how like there's the scroll icon that is where you get the seals. Yes. There's or, uh, or, later on. Or, 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 there's later seals. on. There's a scroll icon, and then it's got a little little white little uh, du- dual arrow on it. Oh, okay. And so you see it, and you're like, "What the fuck does that mean?" 
<laughs> and then you gotta go look it up and you're like, oh, it means I can take the benefits of that again. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's another one that's like, okay, well, now it's got an X on it. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. like, there's yeah. a lot of iconography like that that's like, what? Yeah, right. there's one power that you don't have to pay the cost of the the seal ro- column yeah. row that it's in. Yep. And that's just like a circle with like with it's literally the symbol that's in between oh, that's the, right. the numbers. It's where the numbers are written. Like, I yeah. get why they did it, but that's the wood part. something you yeah. have to go back and, like, and look what? at. And then there's another one with the scroll with an X. Yeah. So it's like, okay, wait a minute. Is the scroll the one? Is the, If the scroll has an X, is that saying the seal? when you pay the seal cost to put it on like, your they, player board does that not you can use it for that too right but the I, other one you can only use it when you're taking the rows. yeah there's some different things yeah. so it's so you're right pay attention that's a, a little good, bit to that that's yeah. a good point but if i had to say something negative i guess i would also say the iconography and you might say this later about like the player map oh yeah don't say but like it was hard to Ooh, like no, no. some of them like like it was hard for me to see what it was, I'm like, which one is that? And then I'd have to like trace it back to like the. I'll just say it now for two seconds. On the board, I'm like, the oh, that's a book. Mat. If you ever used a, a player mat, it's a, it's really hard to make a player mat high res like a board. Of course. So the board, I, I was after we were playing with the player mat, I was kind of like, this is really cool and it feels premium, but I think I'd rather have the board because everything is okay. so tiny on on the the icons are so small. Sometimes you like we're like they which almost one is that? on a player mat the colors can bleed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's just not as high. Is red. it the same size? Is the size of the board the same? I as never the size? opened the board. Okay. I didn't actually open the board, is but it I think sided. So. The mat. The mat's two sided. Okay, and the board two is mats. two sided for the bigger expansion. I think. Right. Yeah. The is other side the other is side? the fire Fireland expansion. So the other thing that came up a lot instantly. I don't know if you remember our European listeners, our international listeners got this game first. Yeah, long ago. There were some complaints, specifically from the swoos. Oh. About the insert. In this oh, game. right. The insert. Yeah. Oh. Hating the insert of this game. Like, he was fucking angry. Is it different than the one we got or is it the same one? I think got? it's the same one. But they didn't have the. So they didn't have the picture out, which There's I think a video really, too, really I helps. Used. And a video that someone yeah. just basically. It, I think in the beginning of the video, he says, He's like, I, took this I know from there's the a picture, picture out, yeah. but here's how it laid out. The video is what I used. The video was, Beautiful. the video is great. The The picture helps it so much. And what I did is I used the Hugo's tape because how you, <laughs> how you need to store it is all of the fire, what's that thing called? Fire, Fireland. Fireland things all go in the same thing. So even the, the base tokens and the Fireland Oh, did token. you group them? I grouped them oh, using idea. Hugo's tape. So now I just pull out just base game if I want to add the animals expansion cards. Those are wrapped idea. up. So I was really, I was like, this is a good idea. I feel Jeff, great about this. Me. You nailed it. <laughs> and then, I, and then, a setup was actually pretty easy after I figured out how the insert worked. So if you have this game and you're pissed off at the insert, go on Board Game Geek. The picture is there. Email us at thegamecastspodcast.com at gmail.com. And I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, because that. I watched the video and I saw your picture. It was a fucking breeze. It, yeah, I wasn't. Breeze I wasn't confused. Bad. I wasn't frustrated for a second. However, if I didn't have those two things, which uh, Susie McFoozie didn't have no. that. I, he was just like, I would have been like, yeah, what, what the, the fuck? fuck do I do? The only thing I would have known is like the four big compartments. I'm like, yeah, player those are pieces, probably player probably pieces. Go in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give a little bit of another side. Okay. So I played with Devin. Yeah. Devin did not love this game. Fuck. Okay. She sat do? at the end after beating the holy bejesus out of Damn me. Damn it. That's game. the worst. And I was like, what do you think? She's like, she said, this is a very good game and she just doesn't know if she likes it. Did she say why? Yeah, so I asked her today. I'm like, I need you to give me something else. Right. A little bit more. So the first thing she said, and she said this after we played it too, is she didn't necessarily like the look of the board. She didn't know if she... Oh, I see. Too busy, maybe? Maybe Too busy. What I think maybe is that there are no clearly defined 
areas yes. in which you yes. place it's workers. Like artwork. They're kind of everywhere. It's, it's artwork. It's just like artwork. And there's also like, okay, the map is down here, which correlates with this worker space up here. Yeah. Which is okay. kind of separate. So, but there's also then the museum spots. And the worker space for that museum spot is right next to that one. Yep. But to move your ship, the ship's at the way bottom of the board, but your ship action is at the top of the board. And maybe that was some of the disconnect of like, okay, I want to move my ship. Where do I go? And maybe that was just kind of an annoyance at the beginning Mm -hmm. or not really understanding like where you can go because each, each of these action spaces has one available and then there's a bunch underneath so maybe the confusion of like, can I put it on that? Like, oh, not yet. We also, it's like, that, it. it's like that mental feng shui. Yeah. That probably she's like, it was probably like, ah, this is. Yeah. It just wasn't smooth yeah. for yeah. her in that. Okay. And she also said today, she's like, maybe, she said, maybe I care about theme a little more than I thought. Because she's like oh. this. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing in this entire game. Really? She's I think, like, the theme was just wow. not. Whether or not she didn't like the theme. Yeah. Could be that. Or she just didn't feel it in the game. Yeah. She didn't feel like what she was doing was what she was doing. Interesting. So I was like, most Euro games good I would, feedback. Yeah, I agree yeah with that, that is good yeah. feedback. Um, but it's weird because she loves games like Orly on. So I don't know if that, that process just is better for her castles. Burgundy, that process, you're not building. Like, does she feel like she's building something in that maybe? Or maybe she was like, man, this board is, what am I? And then she's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. And right. she's like, well, do I collect this thing? Why, uh, put this like, thing over here. I collect it. And then why do I put it over there? Why would I want to learn about that if it's already in the museum? It's funny because I have a very similar take, but it's uh, almost opposite because I don't really, I'm with Devin. I don't really care about theme in most games either. Right. This theme I loved. I was like, God, I love this. I'm like going on this trail and camping out and I'm like hunting for species to discover. And then I'm taking these and going to the museum and I'm my, my evolution track is going up because I'm finding out these You're species learning. are evolving. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm writing the theory. I, I thought it was so evocative and that for, could a, be, for a Euro game. Maybe I just, maybe when I explained it, I didn't, I didn't bring the theme out because mm-hmm. that could be a teach thing too. Maybe. Yeah. For like, okay. Possibly. And because sometimes when you explain games and you you bring the theme into it, it can help the flow. Yeah. And maybe true. I didn't do that. But yeah. she's like, she said she's willing to play it again. And okay. I'm happy to add in some of these expansions that you had, um, that you had thrown in. Did she, um, I mean, she won. So did she, uh, did she have a, a rough time with anything rules wise? Because no. like I said, the, the animals expansion, it does what you love in um, Terraforming Mars with the What's the one that you start with stuff? Oh, the prelude. Prelude. Yeah. That's what. Like that's basically start. what the animals do. Okay. It gives you something. Like Natalie got three extra coins. I got three immediate bumps on the on the book track. And then the only other thing the expansion does is you have a card that gives you those stuff. And then it also has a power on the very bottom, which is just an action that anytime during the game you can just spend it to do that action. So it's like a free action. That's, cool. to, yeah. that's all that expansion does. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're really nothing to just turn. So I on. think my next play, I'll add those small ones in. And then the following play, maybe flip the board over, go big. Flip the board. Fuck this but game. But I really liked it. I, I, the game is, to me, the game is great. And I'm excited to keep playing it. I don't know. Again, I don't know if I'll play it on the game night. It might be a two-player Yeah, I wonder if it would be too long kind of thing. for yeah. the game. Group. Or, fuck it, we've been playing late on Mondays anyway. Just Have you? play it and yeah, be like, just do oops, it. I thought it would be two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who cares? <laughs> oh, man. One thing that I found interesting, and I don't really know what this means but um like so we were playing the game and ryan just like he said he it, he saw the matrix like yeah it just that's what it felt like clicked. i was like i just and, like, get this. i felt like i knew what i was doing too but not as much as him he would just like 
was always like one step ahead ahead of me in every single area. And when we were playing the game, you know, while I was having fun, I noticed where I was like, I'm just behind on every single part. Like mm-hmm. every single part. So in my head, I'm like, he's going to destroy me. Yeah. Because if all those little things that I'm behind in add up, I'm going right. to die. Right. So like, <laughs> like um, the museum, the museum. <laughs> the museum. Oh, you sounded like the, the mom from Zion. Schitt's Creek. <laughs> yeah. I think he discovered like David. maybe all but one in. or two, you know? So like that was like yeah. huge. For I almost him. filled the entire museum he on my own. He was ahead of me on um all of like the tracks, like, the entire game, you know, so like you get extra points when yep. you like pass stuff first. He was like getting all the animal things yep. and ahead of me there. And um, I think there, I feel like there was something else. I don't know. Um, and you then, were killing it in the ocean track. And then both of us were both of us, like you said, like at the end of the game, even though he was ahead of me, we both got to the end of like the um, the, the third the track and the, the ship thing. And um I didn't get to the end of the books, but he did. And then, um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, we did all of our tents. We got rid of all of our um, postage stamps, stamps, yeah, you know, to like unlock those extra stuff. So like, we did similar. Like we got, we both got to that, but he always did it first to get the extra stuff. So I thought he was going to destroy me, and he beat me by like twenty two points. Twenty two points. Which in this game is and we, absolutely that's not nothing. that much at all, right? Which and so is almost, I was like, how did this happen? Almost like I don't like I said, I don't know what my point is here, but my also my point is kind of like, even though you might still not be like ahead, you're still in the game. Yeah, you felt like I'm fucked. There's nothing I can do. And really, you were closer than you thought. Yeah, I felt the same way. And still, I got beat by a lot. And I, I was like, there was turn. I think it was the middle of the second round. I was like, Devin is beating the bejesus out of me because <laughs> I'm looking around. She's already got like her or third guy walking around the island on the third one. I'm like, oh, holy shit. fuck. Like, uh-oh. She's just in cruising around. That's all like six points, eight points. Right. Just moving around. I'm like, oh boy, I'm in trouble. Well, so we had, <laughs> Natalie and I both had incentive to stay with the Beagle yeah. the whole game because there was this other expansion, which I think you would love too. It just gives you powers. It's called the ships, the something ships expansion. Okay. okay. And so my power was a card that said, anytime I caught up to the Beagle or passed it, I got to take a two explore action, a two boat action, a two stamp action, or I'd let it pass. I'd catch up to it, which would give it to me, and then I'd pass it on my next turn, and it would give it to me again. Okay. And Natalie's card was anytime I pass any ship, I get three points and two coins. So she passed so the I just, Beagle and me, and she would get six points and four coins. People, yeah. That's like, you know, I just stayed strategically back so I could just pass and them me, constantly. And I did too. So I think that's one of the reasons we got a lot of extra right. points. I think I got like 60 points from that. That's because big. we kept... And a bunch of money. We were very cl- uh, aware of manipulating where we were with the Beagle so we could keep maximizing those cards. And it was really, that was a really fun part of the game. Yeah. So I would also recommend turning that one on because yeah, that one's will. just really, really great. So that's a big, big thumbs up from... Yeah, yes, we, we loved it. this game, Darwin's Journey. So that brings us to the Game Caster's Essential and Darwin's Journey is the Alone. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <I'm like>, what? <laughs> just kidding, Jeff. What have you been playing, dude? Okay, so we've been playing. I want to talk about just quick couple games that we played on a Monday night. We played, uh, we played Nana, played Nana. Okay, we can't stop playing Nana. We okay, we played it like four times after we finished my city. Uh, if you want to learn a little bit about wait, my you city. played it back to back to back to back. Yeah, just four times. In that's, it was great. That's cool. And it was it was just like full of great laughs and like how is this 
There was a two there. I swear to God. Right. There was a two there. For sure. So that's been awesome. And Jeff, that was our second. first. Jeff, hold on one second. So Natalie just went to the bathroom. Yeah, okay. All right. So uh, what do you think when she comes back down, we just start talking about things she loves, like puppies or babies to hold or pasta, just like randomly just start okay. saying something about that. And so when she comes down, she's going to be like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Okay. That's not good. I think we can do that. I think we can do that too. How do we know when she's coming down? Are you going to make a... Um, I think we should hear, well, so you can hear the should splinks about, in the toilet as she's pooping. Should I talk about once that's done, Nana some more? Yeah, talk about Nana. So Nana was, Nana was great. It's that just game so, is so, it's so awesome. So the, it was Joe and Dave and Bill, the other guys in the game group there, their first time playing the, this game at all. And they were all like, this is, this is fun. Yeah. We've also played Bandito, which thanks to, that was a Janelle yep. introduction. From Nerdfest last year. That game's so fucking hard. It is, dude. It's Why? almost impossible. How is that, that? Fuck that game. You feel like you are, you're like, we win. And then it's like, oh no, there's one left. Yeah. And then someone plays a card and it's like, and, now, and now there's, there's three. Four. Now yeah. there's seven. Oh, we lost. And what's funny about that game, that comes in the littlest box ever. That has the biggest fucking footprint of any game I've ever played. You can yeah. have the most enormous, like you, we have, I have a big table down here in the basement. And I remember when Jason and Janelle were here, when we were playing it, that we had to bring like a satellite table over. It was crazy. And then... Um, yeah, so the cards were like going onto the satellite board, and, and Jason was just like holding it. Yeah. Actually, I think he, I think the satellite board was Jason's arm. You almost just have to like, you just keep, you just go like, well, I guess I got to play over here. <laughs> yeah, can we slide this entire thing slide this the whole way? Fucking board that way. That game is really fun. Yeah, like it is really game. fun. We also played Nidavellir through in the expansion, and I really love Nidavellir. You still have to get that played. Yeah, I think you'd really like the auction part of that game. That's always my favorite. That's not the co-op one. Not the co-op. That's one. Paleo. That's Paleo. Okay. Yes. Nidavellir is the auction bidding set collecting sure. game. I think you'd really like that. That's one of my uh, one of my quick, like, because it takes like 40 minutes. Quick go-to. We add the expansion, and the expansion's great. Too. Oh, so you can get that played fast. Yeah. It's like 40. You can be played in 45 minutes. Damn. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Very solid. Okay. There was a game that was kind of at Gen Con last year. Okay. Kind of not. It was like on the list on BGG of like, this game's coming out at Gen Con. And then it really wasn't. Right. Because Gen Con was a, still a little iffy last year. But it was it like in one of the stores at Gen Con. You know, I like some of those, not miniature market, but I feel like there's like some random dude's game store is like there. You can go buy real grand games yep. and some other things. So it was there. And this game is called Space Station Phoenix. Oh, right. Of course. I bought this at Gen Con. And you, yeah, you have this game. Yeah. You have, have not, not played it yet. You have not played this it's game sitting yet. over there on the uh, old shelf of shame. I can see it it's yeah. staring at me. It's Look looking at us like, fuck, with so, Weather Machine. Actually, three of the four games on that cube, Jeff, have not been played. Space Station, Phoenix, Weather Machine, and Terracotta Army. And I haven't played Weather Machine, <laughs> but Terracotta Army is very good. Yeah, you like that. I did like that. Yeah, Scoring I that. was a little weird, but I think I'll figure it out the next okay. time. Okay. So, like you, this game has been staring at me from my shelf of shame for far too long. Play me. Play me. I'm a space Why aren't game. You playing me? I'm an engine buildy space game. Yeah, you're going to like Why this. Why are you playing me, you stupid <laughs> idiot? Stop sweating, you stupid idiot. <laughs> um, and so Space Station Phoenix is a worker placement, engine building, um, like holding, like I was like holding Millie the other day. Yeah. And Devin was in the kitchen and she was, you know, making like pasta. And oh my like God. What kind of pasta? Do you remember what kind of pasta it was? Um, I think she did it like, there was like this almost, have you ever had like this mix of like Alfredo slash marinara? It's like, oh. a, it's like a, like a orangish kind of color. Yes. So, and then this, so good. I like pasta. As I was like holding Millie, we get this yeah. like knock on the door. And okay. I open the door and this person's like, I found this puppy 
in your backyard. Oh, it was Aww. adorable. It had like big, like it was almost like a like a beagle kind of. Uh huh. HMS like big, beagle. Like yeah, like 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 big long ears. Oh my gosh! This is what you talked about, and wasn't there like four or five more that like? Yeah, just like it was like, like a litter a, of it was puppies. Like a litter of puppies. That's and they were right. Like, I forgot I, I, you like, told me that. I like looked out the window. I'm like, no, these are not my. So I'm like, someone yeah. needs to call somebody and like come <laughs> get these puppies because we're not we're not puppy people. That's right. So, I don't know anybody that is puppy people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm anywhere. a puppy people. You're a puppy people. Do you like puppy? I didn't hear this story. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you have to hear it on the show. Yeah, we told he told it a few minutes ago, right? Right when you went up upstairs. No, (laughs) no, because you You just said I remember when you told me the story. If it was a few minutes ago, you wouldn't have said. Well, I told him before. He told. I said I remember when he told me before, and then he he told and then retold. Told and retold. Told and retold. Do you remember what kind of puppies? Oh, you said they were like beagles. I think they're like beagles. They had the big oh, floppy like ears. Little tiny puppies. Kind of, I don't know dogs too well, but the floppy I don't either. ears were. You remember cute. the Spanish Spangler? Yeah, the Spanish Spangler. <laughs> yeah. So you're yeah, eating Sam's pasta. Sam's yep. puppy. You're eating pasta. You're holding a baby. Yeah. And there's puppies in the backyard. Oh my god, that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Space Station okay, Phoenix. Space Station Phoenix. So, uh, worker placement game, engine building game. Why aren't you playing me? Play me. Okay, got it. You represent a galactic council observing and interacting with humans. Okay. Okay. So we're aliens. You are, yeah. So you begin the game with nine ships, which are like these cards. You have a... <laughs> what? <being> super sus. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? I feel like you pulled something out. Pulled something here. What? Talk about space. About what? aliens in space? What are you talking about? You guys are being sus. What do you mean being sus? Continue. Wait, sus about what? Continue. I don't trust you. Jeff likes pasta, holding babies, and there's a litter of puppies in the back. Why are you talking about that? (laughs) What do you mean? It was just the story. The the story came up while you were upstairs deucing. I was getting wine, but it took me a while to open the bottle because I forgot how to use the wine opener. Did you always make me do it? Is that that like the is it like the rabbit ear one with the thing that like closes and then you have to? Well, it is called the rabbit, but it doesn't have the thing that closes. Yes, it does. It's just like an electronic thing that goes up and down, but I always forget how to use it. Oh, we do have the rabbit ear one too, because that's the one I've always used. No, it's not rabbit, but that's just like a regular one, the one you're talking about. Anyways, I know you guys are being weird. You're probably—I think you're messing with me, but whatever. Continue. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You just so, happened to bring up puppies, babies, and pasta <laughs> while I was gone. While I was gone, you just happened to bring these up. I don't think we're gonna get any further unless we talk to Natalie about this. All right. So, so since all she's gonna think listen about for to the this, next Natalie. hour of the show since episode 102, because the name of this file is Natalie Idea 102, Jeff. Okay. What? All right. <laughs> I have write down something to say as Natalie comes downstairs from the bathroom. That's just things she likes or is interested in, or just something insane to make her crazy. And I wrote puppies, babies to hold, pasta. <laughs> so you went upstairs, and I was like, "We're doing it finally." You went upstairs. I'm yes, like, Jeff, yes. Jeff, 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 stop, stop, stop. Now let's go upstairs to pee or poop, whatever she's doing. I was like, when she comes down, start talking about puppies, babies, and pasta, <laughs> and see what that she does. That was the only story I could come up with while you were on step like three coming down. <laughs> So well, we were. He was like talking about the games, and, and then it, in both of our heads, we're like, "Is she gonna come back?" I know. I'm like, "Where's she gonna?" I'm sorry, come? I was we like, "Let's take you out, open this wine bottle." <laughs> and then I didn't know because I just like peeked over at Natalie a few times while I was being like, "Hey, humans and Galactic yeah. Council." And Natalie's just like, "She's she's like <laughs> the gears turning. are turning. <laughs> Something is happening there." What she's the like, "This fuck? is not. I'm not listening to a goddamn thing anybody says until I figure out what happened here. Something happened here." <laughs> At first, I thought you said you've been doing that for since 102. 
Oh, like every episode like, you walk oh my away God, and you're like, that's embarrassing. puppy's pasta, puppy's pasta. <laughs> that, no, I've wanted to put this plan into motion for about 10 episodes now. And it finally, it finally happened. Mission <laughs> finally happened. I've been, cause every you time get I'm away like, with it though. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> well, okay. So it was very impromptu. I didn't. So when I first I came up with the idea, when I first came up with the idea back in episode one or two, I think I, I thought I mentioned it to you, but then it never, I mean, we do episodes every two weeks, right? So times 10 episodes, you know, it's been, it's been months. It's been a long time <laughs> since it's happened. Yep. And, but I've always looked for a moment, but I never actually, my plan was to actually make a conversation that was, was going to be so vague, but we were just going to, I was going to just have a conversation with Jeff and but just were casually bring it. it. Yeah. And then you were going to be yeah. like, what the fuck are they talking what about? Ta- like, this is what? great. Oh my God. I well, want to be in this. Well, you did go, you did go. That's like my dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, it's weird because I'm walking babies, down. And pasta, and he's, my dream. he's like talking about Space Station Phoenix. And then suddenly you're talking about this other stuff. And I'm well, like, we do random what? shit on the show where All things just we go just, Things change at the drop of a hat. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Space Station Phoenix. Let's okay. just go back to the beginning. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we were we were both very much like you were talking. I don't think either of us were in, no. were in, in, in intake. I was what just you were waiting saying. to hear steps down the yeah, stairs. Same. So, <laughs> Natalie, you know Space Station Phoenix? It's on your shelf. It's right over there. Yeah, we, we got it at about Gen it. Con. It's about puppies and pasta. McDave, and McDave, we found it. So it was supposed <laughs> to come out at Gen Con. It kind of come at, came out at Gen Con, but it's been sitting on my shelf of shame and your shelf of shame for far too long. So too I played long. it. It is a engine building. Worker placement game, you're aliens, sort of. Okay. Yeah. You have a player board. Your player board is not dual layered. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be okay. Wow. Oh, okay. It doesn't need it. Again, but if you can have it, you should. You should. You should. But I would. It's not. And you have this space station hub, Phoenix. Space station Phoenix hub. Sorry. Where you're gonna be building your space station Phoenix off of. And you have nine cards that are your ships. And the hub gives you, like, a starting resource, income, and some, like, abilities, usually. It creates a little bit of asymmetry. Ooh. So everybody gets two to start with, and it's like, pick one. And on there it says, this is what you get to start with. You start with these resources, you start with this, and you start with an extra Ooh, so whatever. Everyone starts different. Starts with something different, which is, that was, yeah, boom. Right away, I like that. And then when you flipped it over, it gave everybody slightly different income during the game, and then also slightly different end game scoring, which kind of gives you, again... A direction, which like is it. something I really loved in Darwin's Journey, how you got yep. those cars to start with. This is what your workers could kind of look like if you want to start steering them that way. Sure. Anyway, so a bit of asymmetry I really like. The ship cards that you get, the nine that you ha- that you have, five are um, just standard, and then you kind of draft the other four. And they are your worker placement spots. And each of them have actions on it. The actions are worker placement type of things. Gather resources move up these diplomacy tracks to earn these different bonuses. You can, there's a build space where you build your space station and there, the space station comes off that hub in like three different sort of. So you're building your own. You're not building building your own space station. Phoenix. Beautiful. There's a spot where you can acquire aliens and humans to occupy your space station. The more aliens and humans you have working in your space station, the more stuff you're going to get, the more bonuses, all that kind of, Things, right? Okay. Yep. Euro-y okay. stuff. Sure. Lastly, one of the most important spaces is to dismantle your ship. Is to dismantle your ships, the cards, the worker placement spots you are actually dismantling and destroying throughout the game. Wow. Okay. So you start with them. Start built with nine. Up, and you're getting rid of them. You're getting rid of those because when you get rid of those, it is the best way to get metal. And metal 
is the only resource it takes to actually build your space station. Wow. So you are tearing down your own shit to build your own shit. Yes, which is cool. <laughs> so you're tearing down one engine of worker placement spaces to build your engine of your space station. They call that attrition, Natalie. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Attrition. What do you think? Are you thinking about puppies? You are. Pasta. <laughs> Little babies. babies. Yeah. 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 Getting my father preparing to die. <laughs> <laughs> so players, what's cool about this is players, while taking actions, you can take anyone's action space. If I happen to take Ryan's action space, I pay a little bit more for it, and I give Ryan some space. Can I then not take my action space? Right, then did? it's kind of blocked. Got it. But there are, there are probably in the game three to five build actions at the beginning. Like, I might have two of them. You might have one. Natalie might have two or three, and that's cool. But as the game goes on, Natalie is going to start destroying those build spaces to get metal because she doesn't need all three of them. Sure. She'll start Who destroying does? them, which is cool. The whole, that idea of like, I'm going to destroy this, get the resources I need to build up this. That's fucked up. Is very cool. Um, instead of doing any action or picking anybody's space, you can choose to pass, essentially. And that's like your income phase where you sort of reset. So your board clears, you get a bunch of stuff from your space station, depending on how many workers are on there, income, that kind of thing. Go ahead. Sorry. So does that mean then that you have, it gets harder to place your workers toward the end because you're getting rid of these spaces? Yeah, a little bit. There's not so you have so you have one you have one token that you basically move around to take the spaces. So like, all right, I want to go to dismantle. I put my token on my dismantle. I pay my cost. I put it on the card. That space is gone. And then on my next turn, I take that token and I move it somewhere else. Okay. So yes, there are in theory less spaces to go to toward the end of the game. But the actions are still, like, available throughout. It's like, all right, I'm going to tear out. I'm going to destroy my own build action, but I'm just going to use yours. Yours was better anyway because I got a discount, so I'm going to go to yours instead of mine, so let me just get rid of mine. Or do I want to keep the sweet spaces for them when you go there that I get a bonus? Um, Interesting. Yeah. So play continues. There's some endgame conditions. You got to, like, meet points or remove the aliens or something like that. There's a, bunch, there's a few endgame conditions you get a, a shit ton of points. Here we go. The quick take is that I liked this game. What did I like? Good question. Ooh, I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah. The first thing I thought was the coolest thing was dismantling your shit. Yeah, that sounds so fun. Yeah. I think that mechanism is very cool where you destroy something to build up something else. It created a pretty cool timing mechanism aspect, which everyone knows that I like in games, where what to destroy and when is cool because you want those nine ships early. Those nine ships actually give you a little bit of more income when you pass. But when's the moment you want to get rid of one of them to then start building your other space station Phoenix kind of engine? Because in the in each level of these space stations, because there's three levels and there's three branches, so there's nine total space station sections that you can build. They all have these, like most of them have spots where as you fill them up with aliens you're building that engine to get money instead of the the ship. Do you think they call it Phoenix because you're killing something on your ship Ooh, and then maybe making the like ashes. Gotta be. It's gotta, if it's the not, asses? It ashes. is now. I heard you. Right out of the asses. <laughs> from the asses. From the asses. Rise. That's where the we Phoenix rise. comes up. <laughs> from the asses. <laughs> so That's got to be why they named it that. It's got to be it. Totally. So I like <laughs> including dismantling stuff in this sort of sub menu. Um you, you, I like that you can use everyone else's uh, ship. 
as you destroy That's ships, so cool. you um, uh, pause. Um, <laughs> basically, the point is, I like the idea of destroying the one engine of your ships to then build this other one. It just seems cool. The space station sections that you're building, I liked a lot. Um, there are tons and tons of variability in this game. There is maybe five or six, seven, eight, something like that, different sections for each of the different colors. And you can mix them up and you just kind of pick random ones. We played with like the basic ones and the more advanced ones seem amazing. All how the many hubs have you played? are cool. Um, how many what? How many people? Three. Okay. Three people. And there's never um, each. So we played with three people. There are three different colors of the branches of the space station that you're going to build. Think of just the three arms. Mm -hmm. Each arm has three sections, a one section, a two section, and a three section. Sure. So there's nine total. There is enough sections for everybody to build everything if they want. So it's friendly in that way. But there are clear ones that will help your strategy and your hub better where you're like, I want to build that section one. So that's the one I want to go for. But you're never like completely stuck or lost. Or like, oh, shit, I can't build the section two because now they're all gone. Right, so I, I did like that it was friendly in in that way. The income phase, and Joe said this when we were playing, sometimes in those income phases or pass phases, it feels like you're kind of wasting your turn. Mm -hmm. And it's like just, oh, shit, I'm just resetting, right? I don't want to like spend a turn just to like yeah, do that. We're, and in and, and most of these games where there's like a reset phase, you just try to take as many actions as you can before you're like, okay, I'm completely out. Now I need to reset and yeah. do my turn. There are great opportunities in this game to just go, all right, I could take that action, but I'm going to pass. I'm going to reset. I need the resources from my space station. I need to get all that income to then make my next turn better. Joe's creeping up on the end of the game. I don't want to take my last turn as income. I want to be able to do this action. So I didn't think it was like a total waste, and I'm glad they kind of put some thought into that action, that kind of phase instead of just oh I'm, I'm passing take your worker back and then be done so that was cool um the variability i already talked about i think this is one of the biggest reasons the game will come back to the table is there are a bunch of different ship cards that we didn't see there's a bunch of different space station pieces there's a bunch of different hubs that we didn't see so i'm very excited about adding some variability to to the game and, and like advanced variability what i didn't like this game is a table hog yeah i've heard that unnecessarily almost i think i am happy that the player boards are nice and big and the 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 grandiose feel of the player board and your space station is cool there is this diplomacy track that is just way too big mm. it could be a it could be half that size and just have little cubes on it mm -hmm. but it just is it's overly big really so and what that does which is kind of cool and keeps people active on their turns is the, as you move up this diplomacy track, each track is a different action that is in the game. So Ryan puts down this thing that says he's going to roll these dice and get resources. Okay. We then, everybody, while Ryan's taking his action, looks at that board. Who's ever highest on that diplomacy track is going to get a bonus. If you moved it all on that track, you're going to get a bonus. So you're getting stuff on other people's turn, which is cool. Another mm -hmm. thing I like about games where I'm active on other people's turn. Yep. Mm -hmm. That also means that on Ryan's turn, I get an extra gem or I get a medal or I get something that now gives me another option of something I could do. So I like that, but that board does not need to be that big. Table hog is a problem. Uh, I'll definitely be um, looking for something to like 3D print or an insert because it's the setup's a little annoying because there's like 
shuffle up the tiles and pick three and then shuffle up these tiles and pick three and shuffle up mm-hmm. those tiles and pick three. Yeah. That's just a pain. So I would love to have an insert or something like that. My biggest gripe with the game is it is probably a little too long for the weight of the game. It took us about two and a half hours after rules. The turns themselves were actually really quick. Like you're taking a turn fairly quickly. So there's little downtime between my turns. And it was still that long. And it was just, it just seemed, it seemed like they could have reached end game conditions quicker and I could have felt the same. The arc of the game was good. I felt like you're starting with, how am I going to do this? And now you have this sweet kind of thing going, right? So the arc felt good. It just was long, especially in comparison to the the girth of my decisions, yeah, right? Like nice. the decisions weren't the way. girthy. It wasn't like I'm sitting with on Mars where I have yeah, you got a million turns, things to consider, and I have to consider a bunch, and I'm sitting there, or or even like the Magnificent, where right. I only have twelve, 12 actions. I have twelve actions in these games where it's or Darwin's Journey. I I have somewhere between four, 16 and twenty actions in that game. This is tight. You probably, I feel like I took 50 fucking turns in this game. <laughs> wow. And they're quick. And, and the the process, there's a point at which the game, when your engine is cruising, you sort of, you kind of know what you're going to do. There's a process of like, this is what I'm going to do to get to the end of the game. This is how I'm going to build this. I wanted to get to the end of the game faster instead of that process sort of slowing. Sure. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. If you played the game, I think you might kind of know what I mean. So it's like, I don't want to call it repetitive, but it's borderline repetitive toward the end. Yeah. Um, like there was a path to make decisions. Now you just have to do it until like the end game already. ends. Um, so there are some changes between turns, but that's why I say kind of borderline. So summary, the weight to time ratio is just kind of a bit off for me. Um, I have some minor complaints about the diplomacy track and some fiddliness and just having to pay a little bit more attention to that kind of stuff. I don't think you're alone there, by the way. I think and that's one of the, that's probably the biggest thing I've heard complaint wise this game time. is the timing. Yeah. Yeah. How long it takes. And yeah, I just, I feel like, and is there something to speed it up? Does everybody start with their first layer of, of space station? There's, there's maybe there's a, a prelude. prelude expansion to kind of <laughs> pick the game up. We said at the same time, the same word. Oh, adorable. that's cute. We're so it cute. Was cute. Yeah, we're Hugging cute. babies and puppies. <laughs> and <laughs> so anyway, it was. I really enjoyed it. I liked when I was playing it. I was like, "This is fucking cool." I'm dismantling my stuff. I'm doing this, and then I check my time. Like, oh, I gotta go to lunch. <laughs> like, I gotta fucking eat something. Let's <laughs> right. get moving here. <laughs> right. And there, are, there are some things that you can do to just speed it up. Like, if the three of us were playing, I would say, "All right, I'm gonna take my turn." And if Ryan already knows he's passing, start doing your passing, and then it'll go right to Natalie. Right. So that there are things toward the end of the game where we started to realize, like, all right, we can kind of manipulate the flow of the game a little better. Mm-hmm. But I wish it was just like, I wish I could have sat down and played this game in an hour and a half because it would hit the table all the fucking time because I wow. really liked what I was doing. Yeah. But two and a half is a rough, that's a lot. And then we add another player and there's no speed up. You still have to right. reach the same end game points or the same ending conditions. <laughs> is this a game where you could just be like, let's play it at 10 points fewer? Yes, I do think there's that. I think there's that or like you just kind of play with less aliens. Like if the aliens run out sooner or if there's like 10 aliens left instead of zero, there there has to be some adjustments that maybe the designer has has put in there. Um, who designs this game? Is this? Let's look. Ooh, I don't know if it's a nobody. But maybe they've they've responded to some comment and kind of helped anybody out. If you've played this game and know, I know Dave McCowan loves this game. He does. It was like his game of the year. And I was, I'm happy to play this with him anytime because it's a great Designer's name is Gabriel Cohn. Uh, he's done Exodus Fleet, which I've never heard of. So I, he's pretty much a nobody. Yeah, pretty much nobody. Good. 
Um, so, I, yeah, I think this game is better than good, not great. And it would to me, it would be closer to even great if I could just get the game in a manageable time to my to my medium Euro expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you think it's a game you could play with two? Yes. It says best with three here on BGG, but uh, you think it would be fine with two? I think it'd be fine with two. Yeah, I don't know what the really downfall of two would be. Um, maybe there's like slightly less worker placement space to put the your own workers on because yeah. I had whatever nine times three is twenty seven to pick from. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the beginning of the game, you you would only have eighteen, but shit, there's only five or six total actions. The cards are duplicated, so duplicated, maybe duplicated, you just duplicated. have to like maybe you have to take the income phase a couple more times throughout the game. Mm. But again, it, you're not. You're not taking just 10 actions in the game. You're taking a fucking hundred. Yeah. Fuck ton. So yeah. it's like, yeah. But. Okay. Well, I, I would say I, the what you liked about it makes me still excited to, to play Yeah, it. I think the things that I liked are the things that both of you would like. Mm-hmm. You would like the whole engine building, yeah. ship-building stuff. And I hope maybe if the two of you play it, you could be done in an hour and 45 minutes, right? Because it says 30 minutes to play around the box, and it's a fucking lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking that lie. is the biggest lie in board gaming is the time on the box. I know. The yeah. biggest fucking lie. Yeah, like... It's it is wrong way more than it's ever right. Yeah, you're Somet- right. When, yeah. Sometimes when it's, it's right, right. It's like, oh my god, that's the time. That's how long it actually this should took. Get a, there should you're be a shocked. Golden Geek Award yeah. <laughs> for accurate time on the box. Truth telling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So Space Station Phoenix. We've been yep. actually talking about by Real playing it a, a lot recently. Like we should play that. Right? Yeah, I, I've been really yeah. excited about that. I w- give it a shot. Absolutely, it's not a game that I would be like, just get rid of. Like I don't sure. Think, I think. I think it's absolutely playable and you should give it a try. Awesome. That's fantastic. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gateway Network is now defunct, but our merchandise isn't. If you're looking to get some great Gamecasters or Mad Board Gamer gear, head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store and you'll find that there. We have also partnered up with Tim of Sir Meeple, who is creating custom Gamecasters designs for us, so you can go to sirmeeple.com, click the pull down under creators, and find us there under Board Game Podcasts. More stuff will be added frequently, and what a great way to support two creators at the same time. A dream for most of us, am I right, Natalie? So once again, that's sirmeeple.com. You click the pull down under creators and find us under Board Game Podcasts. Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. Why don't you step doom, inside? Doom, Come on, it's doom, warm doom, in there. Doom, you think you found doom, some grass, doom, but nope, it's pubic doom, hair. Doom, you wonder why doom, there's doom, so doom, much doom, underwear. Doom, you stepped inside of Natalie's doom, Nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, I wanted to ask you how to handle players with AP. A- you you with want a us P? to answer too? With a P? With a P. <laughs> AP. What yes. is AP? Do you know what AP is? What does it AP stand for? is analysis paralysis. And in board no, games, it's anal-sis. it can be 
very <laughs> frustrating for other players. Someone in our Discord brought up a question of how to handle this when one person single-handedly doubles the time a game takes and how do you handle it without upsetting that person? Because you don't want to be rude. Can you talk briefly about what analysis paralysis is? Oh, sure. Um, analysis paralysis is when you're playing a board game and you're trying to figure out what to do and it's taking you a really long time because you're kind of stuck or you're trying to think through things. And it's basically like when somebody is taking a long time to take their turn. Yeah, it's yeah. like Buridan's donkey. It's where like you have like you have two decisions and you're sitting there and you're like, which one? You're frozen. Yeah, which fucking one? Like you stuck. can't figure it out. And you're it, it's just you're paralyzed. Yep. Yes. Analyzing. That happens to me sometimes <laughs> if I get very overwhelmed. Not, to all of not us. In board games, but like yeah. a lot of times at work, if I'm stressed out and overwhelmed and I'm like I'm like, I have so much to do, and then I'm just frozen and I'm like I'm not doing anything because I'm panicking, yep. but yeah. I still have so much to do. So I and so I'm not panicking even more because yeah. I, I'm not doing. How I start my regular life. Yeah. I have all these things to do. I'm going to do nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's so yeah. much stuff to do. I choose zero. I'm not right. doing anything. Not even by choice. You're just like yeah. I, I guess it's eight thirty. I'm done. I, just call I can't do it. <laughs> call so there's the question: How to handle players? With how AP? to handle with players with AP? Um, I thought we could discuss our suggestions, and I found some thoughts that people had online as well. But I'd like to hear. Your thoughts first. Um, some of the stuff that I found online, I think, is kind of ridiculous. I think that whatever we say will probably be more realistic. I kind of want to hear that first. Where did you start? You said you went where and found some of this? You said online. Online. I forget. It was you a few Googled weeks ago. it. ChatGPT just tell you. What no, to... <laughs> I think there was, there, it might have been Board Game Geek or it might have been Reddit or somewhere, some board game discussion that people were having and it's what like they thought what i think you might say you don't have to say it yet if you don't want to what i think you might say is people are going to be like just be direct and be mean and just be like hey cut it out what the fuck are you doing is that what is that what they say why don't you just run and just read okay so you just tell me the name of the movie all right i'll tell i'll tell you (laughs) the the name of the movie you'd like to see the mostly bad ideas okay Okay. so some people were like use timers Almost like you're taking too long. I'm going to start timing you, and you only have this much time. <laughs> that's oh, written into the rules of some of some I games. I feel like that's right? ridiculous. Like that's unnecessary. It's like passive aggressive. It's Johnny's turn again. Click 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 click. Right. Click, 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 like click, how would you feel if somebody did that to you? Like I feel like if you that's, already have analysis no. paralysis, that's going to make it worse. It's going to make it worse. And it's kind of mean, you know. Um, somebody else. Other people said. Um. Let's see. It says avoid AP prone games. And I was like, well, that's kind of a bummer. Like you just basically, because this one person has AP, you just like don't play those kind of games ever. I can see that that um, advice being okay if you have a big group and, and you, like, don't always you don't always play, play with this yeah, guy. Yeah, I agree. But like if you have the guy that's always AP and you're like, okay, I guess we can't play any game with the, above the weight or of 3.3. Point, if you have enough AP, games. you're just... You're going to do that for everything. Every game. So right. even yeah. when you play light games and the turns should take five, ten seconds, you're going to min-max the shit out of it. One minute. That is so much longer than right. it should take. So that's hard to just say. Let's eliminate an entire category of games. Let's let's make my night less fun playing games because you take a little longer. Right. But God, don't use a timer. Oh, I know. Ugh, right. That's that yikes. So I guess you could just be a dick. Yeah. Like you just be yeah. an, like you're an, an absolute asshole. Then at that point, if you're going to be an asshole, why don't you be like, hey, you're taking right. too long. Exactly. Stop it. If you're going to TikTok someone and be like, do, do, yeah. do, look at the right. same time. Might yeah. just be like, might as well just be like, like cut it Which the is fuck what's out. like the next one is. It says telling them straight up, like having a talk about it. But I feel like that no. seems pretty risky if you're not trying to hurt their feelings or make them 
feel bad. I think or a ruin lot of people think that's a good idea. I think a lot of people think it's good. You know, like be direct. Just say what you feel and say what you mean. Um, human interactions are a lot more complex, I think, than that. And so I personally, that spells disaster. I mean, because even if you come, even if you try your hardest to say it in like a nice non-confrontational way, like a jerk. they could 100% still take it that way because you are telling them like, hey, you're taking too long and everybody hates it. Yeah, basically, this behavior you know? that you are engaging in is You're ruining, ruining everyone's everyone time. else's and time. And that's just going to make them feel shitty. No matter how you dress it up, I, th- I I agree. I think that's I think that's a bad move. Some people respond fine to that stuff. Yeah. But per, for me, and and this is just you and me, Natalie. We have a little bias here. If somebody said that to me, if somebody was like, "Hey, listen, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> if someone shushed hey, me during hey, a play of Hadrian's sh- Wall, I up. wouldn't like that. Okay, <laughs> that would suck. Um, so I, I can definitely understand that we're different. You know, other people may not. Maybe like I'm glad you told me that. Oh yeah, there is definitely oh, people thanks. who aren't know. as sensitive as people like you and me. Who I'm crying already. Like you can say something to them and they won't really take anything personally, and they'll just be like, okay, you know. And oh, like sure. honestly, I respect. A lot of but the reason like I that, can't sign off on that advice is because there are like people that. like us out there. Yes. So you can't just blanket be like, yeah, just be direct with them because you, you might gotta, just fucking push them away. Feel people. You have to. Yeah. You gotta, there have been times in our game group where all of us are taking turns, and because we have been friends for 20, 30 years, right. yeah. we're like, Take your turn. Yeah. Like you just yeah. say it and you go, okay. And then they just, yeah. but that doesn't, That's yeah, just, you're not going to go home and be like, oh my God, they just took my turn. But when Ryan got shushed, right. This was a fucking oh, yeah. year ago. I still talk about it. And, it, and yeah. you hate that. Well, here's That's why. Not a good feeling. And I think here's why. Because like Jeff just said, this advice is not for people who've been friends for 30 years. Because right. we can we can razz like each other. You've been friends before you even started playing board games together. This is yeah. for people who are like, I'm looking for a game group. Right. You discover people who like games. And so you form a game group. But you don't really like, have, you know, you haven't yeah. been friends since high school. Because you, if you've been friends for a while, you should be able to probably say something as a joke. I would agree. Like if me and Jeff are playing a game and I, it's been like 10 minutes. Like, like, Ryan, are you going to like go? Like, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> like, hello? Yeah. Do you, or like, hey, Ryan, you know it's your turn, right? Yeah. Like, I yeah. guess we'll do stuff like, like that. That's, well, that's fine. That's what I was going to say. I think is probably, in my opinion, the best way to try Make a to joke do it. out of the, it. The problem with making a joke out of it is that it's a little more subtle and some people don't, some Sometimes people don't take it like get the hint. might not get the point across. Yeah, but like I think throwing in like jokes and little comments, you know, like yeah, a little comment, like little oh, comment. oh, did you go yet? <laughs> you know, almost like like oh, did you go yet? Oh no, no, I didn't. And almost like okay, they're waiting on me, kind of thing. Or you know, making a joke. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this, but I'm like today, Junior. You know, and then like just no, can't do that. No, that's weird. What we what, a lot of times what we'll do is uh, there's like a collective thing at the table. We're all like, okay, we know it's um, Samuel's turn. My Samuel. 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 All right, and Samuel, you can see Samuel's eyes are just looking straight ahead. And so what we'll do is we'll be like, whose turn? Well, whose we'll go. Turn whose turn is, is, it? is it? That's what I just wrote down. Whose turn? Whose is turn it? is it? You just ask. You kind of blanketly ask, whose turn is it? And then the person you're so you're not calling them out. But the person will will know it's their turn, right? And they'll be like, "Oh my god, it's my turn. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry." But you're saying it like, as like, if you're not like, "I know it's your turn, and you're taking forever." You're yeah, saying you're, it you're like, saying it like, like nothing's like, happening at the table. Oh my god, I don't. Is it my turn? Almost like, "Oh shit, is it my turn?" Are like you waiting almost. on me? Yeah. And so it's kind of deceitful, but it's also very, very. It saves the polite, feelings of the person. Yeah. It doesn't actually call them out at all. One thing that I think you really need to be aware of is what kind of personality are you the person who would say something and you have to say something that I think maps on to the personality that you have so Jeff and I are just goofy 
and we're just kind of jokesters. So if we say, hey, you're taking too long, it's going to sound different coming from us because that's not how we usually talk to yeah. people that we don't yeah. know. So they're going to be like, oh, he's mad at me. Mm-hmm. Right. So Jeff and I would probably so need to be like, just lighten up the mood a little bit. from Billy Yeah, he's from you three minutes ago. No, so yeah, so I think I think it's important that you convey something to let the person because really what you're trying to do is get this point across to them to help the game move along without hurting their feelings. So if you convey it, you know what you need to convey in a way that maps onto your own personality, you're going to have a lot better time. I think with it, I'm a goofball. You know, I might say something like, like, like we talked about, like, uh, whose turn is it guys? You know, it's like goofy enough that they're like, Oh God, it's my turn. Okay. Sorry. And And in in our, like in my Monday game group, I'll say that a lot. Cause honestly, I'm like, joking and singing and doing stupid shit yeah, so sometimes could I'm, be like, my turn. I'm like oh shit is this my turn is everyone staring at me because mm-hmm. sometimes they're like yeah i'm like fuck like, especially when we Oof. play games where the order's not in a circle and i'm like after dave and i don't never sit next to him and i'm like oh fuck it was yeah. my turn. I'm like, it is my turn <laughs> um because we're comfortable enough to be like you, like come right. on like, yeah go, 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 go. it's your turn you know it's your turn another right? thing about but i think it's an easy though, way to just do it a lot of us, I think, we're very self-aware, and it's important to have self-awareness. I feel like more often than not, the three of us especially will apologize to the group before anyone says anything. Like, like, look, guys, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm taking forever mm-hmm. this turn. We had this happen in Darwin's journey yesterday. Yeah. Now that I were playing, and I was, I was taking a fucking long. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. This is probably really annoying. But yeah. I was like, I really just am trying to figure out the best possible path for me this turn. It doesn't happen all the time, mm-hmm. but um, this is, I, I'll stop that line of, of answering because that doesn't really answer the question at all. Yeah, you can't tell the person, "Hey, be self aware." But you that's, really right. that's need honestly that, what I, that's, well, I wrote this. I wrote that down. I honestly wrote down two things. I wrote down whose turn is it, <laughs> and I wrote down try to recognize that in yourself. Okay, yeah. high five me. If you're that's... thinking, if you're thinking to yourself, there's no one in our group that takes AP. It might it's be you. you. It might be you. <laughs> it's oh, you. Yeah. Um, you're the one or has AP, and just know like. If you if you take a while, if you say sorry, that also indicates like, okay, I, I can take I'm my turn. Let me I know time. I'm taking a long time. I'm, I'm recognizing trying. that in myself. Yeah. And maybe the other person can become self-aware. Ah, you're saying it way better than me. You're saying you as so it's almost a way to call it out. By yeah, you I know I'm taking a audibly while. I'm saying, Oh, I'm taking a long time. I apologize. That will then maybe tell them, like, oh, okay, he's concerned about taking a while. Yeah, that's a thing. I should be too. Yes. Yeah. And that's all also right. just happened. Like like we're talking, like we don't speed through games. Like all of us, every single person who's played a game had a turn where you sit there and go, "Oh God, I just don't know what to do." Yeah, and you just like you said, you just fucking freeze. Yeah. You're paralyzed. And then I, I've had moments, and we've all had moments in game night playing with Devin, even Darwin's journey, where Devin at the end of the game was like, "I'm just gonna do this," and she probably already knew she was gonna win by a million. <laughs> Maybe the least point thing she could have done at turn. Yep. She's like, "I just have to do something. something. Just right. do something." Yeah, I've done that too. That happens. Like, I'm just gonna like, do something because like, I don't. Know. I don't know. And then there's moments where like I can't do something. Because it's going to be wrong. Right. You're like, you're That's that me. Moment. That's me. Natalie's able to much better than me. Just do that. Just be just like, do something. find whatever. I'll just do this. Yeah. That When she does that, I'm always like, oh, that's like equivalent to me just being like, I guess I'll just step here and it could be off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. But like, like no, I got to make sure there's sure footing down there. What am I going to fucking step into? Probably for the game and for the pace and the enjoyment, that's probably just the right move that Natalie made. And yeah. It's not going to win her the yeah. game, maybe, but to go... Let me yeah. get the fuck Especially out of here. Especially in a, in a, a group setting. One. Like, if it's you and me, like, that's a little different. But, like, sure. if I'm playing with, like, four people that I don't, like, necessarily know personally super well, 
just take. I those have turns. no problem yep. being like, I don't want to like annoy the fuck out of these people and ruin their time. So I'm just gonna yep. go. Like, if you it, know, it sacrifices my game. If you a know bit. the person you're trying to confront, being friends with them should help you understand how to approach them. Mm-hmm. You should be able to be a little bit more forward if you're their friend. But because you, because before you even say that, you yeah. should have an idea of how they're going to react to whatever you're gonna say. So I think that's a little bit easier. That's why I think if you're friends with them, it's a little bit easier. If you're not yes. friends with them, you don't even know them. That's where it gets really tricky because you don't know how what you say, how they're going to react to what you say. Right. So I think it's really important to do um, what Jeff said, <clears throat> where you kind of on your turn, you're like, I'm taking a little bit longer. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring up the fact that I'm taking a little bit longer. Or you do the thing of, hey, whose turn is it, guys? I think both of those things are very passive aggressive ways <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of, of telling right. Or if the, you're the, the person offender. that goes after that person, be like, oh, is it my turn? And they'll be like, oh, no, I'm still going. Yes. And they'll be like, oh, that's oh okay. A, right. That's a, 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 the same thing. Oh, is it you my know? turn? Oh, guys, sorry, guys. Stuff is like it my that. turn? No, yeah. no, no, it's my turn. Usually, not all the times, I think usually those things will really help yeah. at least alert the offending like, oh, I'm person of, oh, move this fuck, along. I'm doing this. I'm taking a while. Right. Yeah. I think it's better than saying shit like, hey, guys, I got to be out of here by 10. So can we can we keep going? Yeah. Right. That's that's too like now I'm stressed. Right. Or pulling out a timer and be like, listen, yeah, or pulling out a timer or even just being Kevin. like, hey, <laughs> hey, Jerem, that's too much cheese. Yeah, Jerem. that's not that much. cheese. There was some there was another thing that I saw somebody wrote as somebody who was the person who was prone to AP and they said from someone prone to AP I know I'm taking too long I would also like to go faster and you badgering me doesn't help True. friendly compassion would be excellent yes however this is like I know I have bad behavior you telling me my behavior is bad doesn't make it better and I get that but that's not helping you get through it and get over that you know what I mean yeah if you know you have this bad this not bad if you know you have this behavior about yourself in AP you know, I think if you know it, if that person knows it, it's on them to say, listen, I'm so sorry. I'm going to try my hardest to move along. I typically have a difficult time making decisions. Bear with me. Yeah. You know, if you have that self-awareness, say it to the people. So at least because in a lot of situations, if people just know what's going on, mm-hmm. they're 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 more they're more lenient and understanding yeah. of it. Right. So if someone's yeah. like, hey, guys, I typically take a little bit longer in games. I'm so sorry about that. I'm going to try to speed it along. Right. All three of us, if someone said that to us, we'd be like, then okay. when it happens, you're not going to be like, oh, what are they doing? Yeah. We'll be That's like, a we'll be like rare okay, I get it. Occurrence. Yeah. yeah. Well, because but because most people that, that have AP person. don't have self-awareness. But I'm talking yeah. about this person is specifically yeah. who's like, don't badger me. I know I have this about myself. Well, it's like maybe the person who's badgering you yeah. doesn't know you ha- that you know you have this. Mm-hmm. And from their perspective, they're just like, take your fucking turn. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, there's also, like, what is the root of the AP kind of thing? And, like, I don't know, just being everybody's different. And, like, I can and when, if I'm in a group and I'm taking a long time, I care more about moving on than, like, losing or winning the game. That's You're where, hitting it right there. Where other people might be t- having AP because they're like, if I don't do well, I'm going to look stupid. Yes. And so I need to make sure I make the best move. But by doing that, they're ruining everyone else's time because they're taking so long to do that where they, you know, no one actually cares if, if you, like, win or not. That person you know? is so only... self-aware he would move on. 
he would take a turn and move on because he would be self-aware enough to realize he's ruining everyone else's experience. Right. But that's what I think. That's what I'm saying. Some people are like, I don't, they don't care about that. All they care about is like, I need to win yes. and I need to make the him. very best the, move so I can make. He's self-aware and he wants to win and not he's self-aware I'm going to make the game more enjoyable for everyone. I think, I think it's typically like, the like they eight, don't even think about like, how is this affecting other people? Because yes, the they're AP only thinking player about, is only thinking mm. about, we're playing a game. I want to win look. the game. I need yeah. to win. Well, I think it's like, I want to win the game. Here's what I need to do to win the game. I need to think. Mm-hmm. And so the goal is to win, right? But the winning is not what's important. Mm. It is the goal. So you keep the that goal in mind. Of the goal, the goal is of the, the goal if you're of trying to get the goal. If the winning of the goal is the win goal. You killed my father. I feel like that's goal, the goal. I'm thirsty. Oh, heck, don't you know? Right. <laughs> Babies and pasta and puppies. Pa- pasta, baby, puppies. Oh, heck, baby don't pasta, you know? Baby, pasta, Yeah, you got any <laughs> other uh, ideas or suggestions or is that? To solve the uphe? I think we have the most definitive possible I mean that's what we would all this. do and I feel like we're pretty compassionate Nailed people it. we're not mean and I think that's the I think that's the difference I think if you ask a different group of podcasters they would have a very very different yeah, answer here because maybe, I think a lot of people's a lot of people's uh way to to combat this is to just be like just tell them take them aside privately and tell them to me that sounds like a nightmare right. of social How, awkwardness what a weird like hey listen you've been taking a long time and everybody is kind of like annoyed about I would it. never come like, back I know, Personally, and that's the I'd whole like, point. Oh, okay, this person who now. asked this, he was like, "I don't. I want them to come back." He's like, "I don't want to lose this person in our group because we have a small group already." And he's like, "But I just kind of don't want the games to take you know double time." Double time. Yep. Help me. I think it's that point where he has that conversation and it helps the game out. Cool. Yeah. I would steer away from going. Hey, take your fucking turn. Yelling at him. Yeah, I would steer away from that. I would steer away from taking them aside. I would steer away from just like. Because, I mean, these are board games, guys. It's I not know. like, a, I mean, okay, someone takes a little bit longer. Yeah, it can be a bummer, but it's that, it that fucking big of a yeah. deal that you need to, like, risk, you know, right. a relationship with somebody because, you so know, they're taking too long. just try to subtly hint at it, and hopefully you're making That's, them self-aware enough to, like, just tiptoe around move it. Yeah. move. It if it's that bad, forward. if you've done all these tips that we've tried, and it's still not fucking working, then I guess try your potentially friend-ruining... Uh, timer uh, setting. Yeah, thing. timer setting, yeah. you know, approach and see if that doesn't make it better because i get that you might be like well we're just trying to play the ap inducing games around him but then it's like okay now we're hurting ourselves right and then other people are like well we just don't then we just we're just going to stop inviting jerem to game night because he eats too much cheese and you know then it's like well we don't want to we like jerem i didn't take that much cheese (laughs) so we don't want jerem to not show up so i can understand the idea of like i gotta just fucking say something it's the approach is everything <laughs> the approach is the goal but the goal is not the winning goal of the approach no the goal yeah the goal the, so the goal should be the goal in boop in the goal boop. yep <laughs> you know if you should have dual if you could get dual layer player i boards, would I, i'm just saying i would for today's game of the episode Oh. We're going to play a game that I'm calling. Shit. It's a new game, guys. It's called mm-hmm. Guess the Game, based on my game. explanation of the box cover. This okay. one was inspired right. by the game we played a number of episodes ago where I had Natalie and Jeff tell me what the cover of the box looked like, and Natalie infamously tried to come up with On Mars by just saying the colors. Space. there's colors on it, and this was just fucking hilarious. Space stuff. <laughs> so this one's kind of the opposite. I'm going to tell you guys what the box looks like, what's on it, and you have to be the first to ding in with your brand new dingers. They have your, they, Jeff and Natalie you have, the have right their one? own dingers this yeah. time. Okay. And you're going to tell me what the game is. Sound fun? Who cares? Here we Does go. Does that work? Have you tested it? Ooh, that's loud. Test yours. Wow. Oh, they're Ooh, different they're pitched. different tones. Oh, dong, dong. 
Ding, you at home, NBC. guess who's buzzing in first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Okay, so do you guys understand the game? You describe the box cover. I will describe it. the box cover. You be the first one to <laughs> guess the game. Yeah, that's weird. You're okay. the dinger. The, the dinger's a little. Have to pull up the nip. Dinger pull the dinger up. Maybe it's a uh, loose or something. We gotta tighten something in there. Ready? Here we go. Okay, this one. It's like an orange box, standard standard size. There's two people on it. They're like in spacesuits, like a big valley in the background. Some trees. Well, it looks like a meteor about to strike the surface of the land. Okay. Orange, orangish in hue. I have no. <laughs> do I, I have, have to no figure this idea. out? Let me get it was, listen it back was, to the it tone. Was, it was da dong, da dong. It was low high. Okay, who's about, higher? Okay, Natalie, hit yours. I think it was Natalie then, All right? Because right, I think Natalie. it was da dong. What do you think, Natalie? Terraforming Mars. What were you going to say, Jeff? I was going to say that one. You're correct. Terraforming yeah. Mars. Okay. Or was it? Or was it? Mine goes like this. Ding, 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 ding. And mine goes ding, 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 ding. Ding, it's ding, different. It's totally Not different. Not the fucking save. Yep. All right. You're number two. <laughs> the top half of the cover of this box is blue. Okay. Blue. Then it fades into like a green. Blue into green. There's a bunch of leaves. Okay. And atop the leaves are a number of wild animals. The biggest animal that's on the leaves is not even in the game. Ooh. Yeah. Jeff. Ark no. Correct. What's one. the animal? There's an elephant. An elephant. A giant an elephant. elephant's not in the game? No, because <laughs> elephants are super oh. smart. Yeah, they're like, they're not, they, they were released by many, many zoos back yes. in the, yeah. right. right. Like, you can't go to the Detroit, Detroit Zoo and see an elephant anymore. Oh, right, right. Um, so, yeah, but there's a big elephant on the cover, right? I oh think the God, Detroit Zoo just there. lost the giraffe. Not like lost, <gasps> like the giant. It died. One died? One the, they had two, I think. One of the giraffes three. Died. Oh, no. There were so. several giraffes. I have to several. double check that. Okay. I like watching them eat the leaves off the the trees. Off the people's hand. You can like feed them. Right off their hand. Number three. (laughs) Ah, Eat this. Ouch. Lots of different colors on this one, okay? Okay. Okay. It's like a bustling marketplace with like lots of like cottages in the background. Mm. There's a woman at one of these like booths in the marketplace and she's selling like a potion. Actually, in fact, everyone seems like they're selling Jeff. Quacks of Quedlinburg. Yes, sir. Nelly, you look like you're nodding your head. Looks like you knew that one. No, I think she knew it. I knew it like a second too late. A second too late. Jeff's up two to one. Number four. Huge industrial looking grayish silverish box. (laughs) Looks like it could be a metal chest almost or something. There's a large gear in like the middle. Natalie. Max versus minions. Max versus minions. Correct. There it is. I can see it. I should have known. It's right in front of you guys. That's great. It's looking at me. All right. Two to two. Number five. Yellowy. Orangey looking box with a waiter in front and center. Jeff. Grand Austria Hotel. Yes, sir. Natalie's nodding. She knew that one too. Very good. Very good. Number six. This box is made up of reds and blues, some whites. It's not the American flag. Um, of different patterns. And they're all within like a grid of squares in like a five. Natalie. The quorum? No. They're a grid of squares in like a five by five grid. Jeff. Azul. Azul. Correct. Blue. Zool. What'd you say, Natalie? She said decorum. decorum. Well, it's like geometric. Oh, I don't know if I know. I, you could explain the cover decorum. I'm not even sure I would knew what it would look like. Oh, that's not right. Okay. That's, that's got decorum. greens and that's got the heart. Yeah. Oh, it's like a heart in the it's middle. It's like a heart in the middle. It's like okay. a paint. Never yep. mind. Okay. I'm just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just wrong. You also have a nice butt. Okay. Yes. Number seven. Jeff's up three to two, I think it looks like. Four to two. Four to two? Ooh, Jeff. Hold on. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Number seven. In what looks like maybe the ugliest box we've seen so far. There appears to be the White House on the cover. It's not the White House, but that's what it appears to be. 
The name of the game is in a large black box at the top, written in like fancy cursive. Natalie. Obsession. Yes. Yeah. Jeff, you knew that one too? Yeah. Very close. That was close. It sounds so good right in succession. It sounds like it sounds like like a Christmas music. Yeah. It sounds Ta-dong. like those things like when you're in elementary school and you're like boing. Oh yeah, okay. Or maybe it was high school. Was I don't it? know. I didn't do that in high school. Oh, I Maybe thought it sounded, I just thought it sounded like a bell. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Like, Dong. Those things like you like hold bells. and it like and it, it like the wooden clacker Christmas bells. No, it's not wooden. It's like um, these things and they each have different tones and they, you like play them in your order in like in music. I thought class they were bells. Weren't they like? Aren't they, they like yeah, bells? aren't they just bells? Dong. Things are bells. What? I want to know what you're talking about. And then you like put them on your shoulder to like stop. Number eight. I would like to just remind our listeners that that Natalie who's playing the canasta bells or something <laughs> that would Natalie. not have sex with me in high school. I just want everyone <laughs> to know that this is where I rank on her scale of anything. <laughs> Jeff, the spirit king oh. of, of, of high school. Well, Natalie, in the background. <laughs> that was in middle school and I was the biggest dork. <laughs> you wouldn't have sex with the middle school either? <laughs> what the fuck? Damn it, it's I had like glasses and braces and my dad called me olive oil because I'd always wear my hair in a bun. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's right. Number eight. Four to three right now. Yeah, four to three. Number eight. The box is basically all white. White, okay? White. There's an island with a ship approaching it behind the lettering of the game, which are like stones with moss on them, and a certain animal is perched all around the letters. Hmm. White box. An island with a ship approaching it in the background. Box. Behind the let, like the, the lettering of the game is in the foreground. The island with the boat sailing towards it is in the back. Okay. The, the letters are like stones with like moss on them. And there's a certain animal perched all around these stony, mossy letters. Stone letters. You know what's funny about this one? Moss. I was like, this is the easiest one, probably. Really? Yeah. Well, now that I'm reading it, I'm like, I could see that this could this could stump them. I but it's funny. When I was like writing a, it, I was like, this is even the easiest one. Mossy stone word. word. Okay. Mossy stone word. Well, let's move on to number nine. Okay. Yeah. Number nine. Okay, so it's like a purpley, yellowy, orangey box with two silhouettes standing there and there's speech bubbles. The, the silhouettes have speech bubbles. And the box is not a standard, it's Natalie. Code names? Yes, code names. Correct. Very good. That's purple? Yeah, that's like, well, here, I'm going to like, like orange, orange and red. red. <laughs> <laughs> ah, code names. Oops, I typed in corridor names. Code names. Because I thought it was code names and I'm like, oh, purple. I know. That's I, I believe you. Well, I mean, maybe I'm just stupidly color stupid, but doesn't color doesn't stupid. that look purple? Right here? Yeah, yeah, that's the edges are purpley. Purple? Yeah. To me, in my head, I thought more of a ready. <laughs> yeah. Ready, steady, <laughs> Betty? Okay. <laughs> okay, what's well, the stone um, four, moss uh, four four. one with the white and the and the ship and the animal? And the ship animals. Yeah, ship animal, animals. animal, ship, islandy Is that the stuff. only one that we haven't gotten? It's the only one you haven't gotten so far. We still have one more. Oh, there's, there's one more. And that was number nine. Oh, okay. And there's animals on that one. Yes, animals on the stone letters. Number 10. Oh. Natalie. Isle of Cats. Yes, Isle of Cats. Oh. Correct. Oh, there's an island, and there's, there's the cats are on the right. All right, Natalie's, Natalie won. Oh, we got one more. We got one more. Yeah. Got one yep. More. Just got a chance to uh, tie it Natalie up. Natalie with a storming comeback. She's making a charge. <laughs> Number 10. This box has a beautiful mountain landscape with forests and rivers and all that running through it. Okay. In the foreground sits a little red imp. And a larger, impish, humanish looking fellow with his hand on his chin, like, hmm, what do I write next? In his hand, a quill. The quill rests on a map. Hmm. Hmm. Right. The box is 
beautiful mountain. Like there's a mountain landscape in the background. Okay, forests and rivers, all that running through it. It's like it's like a typical like um, art of chill <laughs> type of landscape, of right? Like chill. a Bob Ross, yeah. like, like Bob Ross is, drew this. Okay, like? uh, think of a goblin or a Harry or something. Yeah, okay. okay. In the foreground, so that's the background. In the foreground, there's like a little tiny red imp. And he's like pointing, right? And then right next to him, there's like a larger impish, but he's like humanish also. He's got like pointy human, ears. Human-ish. He's got like pointy ears. He's got like like uh, like flesh colored skin. Like the imp has like red skin, like red. Okay. Right? The impish humanish guy is kind of like human-ish. has like you know flesh color. All right. Um, and he's he's holding a quill, right? And he's got the quill resting on a map. What the and he's stroking his chin like, what do I write next? Like the stone one, like kind of sounded familiar. This one does not sound familiar. Good. This was uh, a good one for number 10 then. So this one's a good one for number 10. The impies and All right. the big tall impies. Let's go to next the next shorty impies. This box is not a standard size box. It's, pretty, it's a small box, kind of a uh, codenamey size. Oh, codenamey nice. imp box. Codename size, maybe a touch, a skosh smaller One than codename. You said with like a pretty mountain background? Yeah, it's like a beautiful mountain landscape. Like, like, a, like Bob box? Ross print, like painted it. And then there's a, a guy like with his hand on his chin, like hmm. he's, he's holding like a, a pen, like a quill on a map. Jeff. Photographer. And it is five to five. Oh, okay. I don't nice. remember the red imp, but now I know the yeah, other Yeah, right guy. next right. to that guy. I never saw him either. I looked at the box today, and I was like, oh, there's a tiny little I red didn't. imp. Nope, right. I yeah, next time you look guy. at it, yeah. there's a red imp right next to him. And he's, and like he's the one that's all red? Yeah. The one you've never seen is the one that's all red. Interesting. It's hidden. I don't want to go look at it. I'll yeah, show I, you. I believe you. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, that guy with the... Okay. I, I can see it in my head, but not the red guy. Oh, there he is. He's like a little squirrel. Isn't almost. that funny? It's like you don't you wouldn't know he was there. It's like a squirrel human. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There it is. Hmm. hmm. I have the mountain like, landscape. Now what do I Thanks, write? Bob Ross for drawing What do I put? What sort of topographical structure <laughs> should I put next? So five to five, you guys tied. We don't do tiebreakers here because I didn't prepare enough. So hooray. Good job, hooray. Good job you two. Very good. <laughs> for today's top five, we're going to do things a bit different. We're going to do five things, but we're going to pick our second favorite designs from five different designers. What the fuck is this? That's crazy. This is inspired by Darwin's Journey being maybe or maybe not my second favorite game by Simone Luciani. Oh, we're going to go me, Jeff, (laughs) Natalie. I'm going to start with Simone Luciani. Should we do something like you? This is maybe dumb. Yeah, no, let's do it. Maybe you tell us your second favorite game and then it's up to the other two to guess the first. I love that idea. That's a a fucking great idea. I wrote down my first favorite. (laughs) I anticipated you didn't yes. just know. Nailed <laughs> yeah, it. Didn't know. <laughs> All yeah, right, number five it. is Simone Luciani. <laughs> Darwin's Journey inspired okay. this for me. So Darwin's Journey is my is my pick for Simone Luciani. For no, is your number two? As my number, so my second favorite game. Okay, so what our, do you guys think my first favorite so game Grand is? Austria Hotel, yes, correct, yes. So Grand Austria Hotel. Yes, correct. Because I said that Grand Austria Hotel is your number one. My number one Simone Luciani. Number two, Darwin's Darwin's Journey already. I know, man. Well, here's the thing. So we played. We just played Tilatum, Tiletum, Toledum, and I liked it a lot. I loved. Tila-tune. Great game. Yeah. I thought so too. I was like, this is really good. When I played Darwin's Journey, I haven't had a feeling like like that in a long time. Probably since like Hadrian's well, I guess last year we played a bunch of great games too. Guild of Merchant Explorers, Planet Unknown, but this, Wonderland's this is in War. a heavier category. But this is a different category. So probably not since like a heavy Hadrian's Euro. Wall or 
Arc Nova heavy Euro, yeah. maybe something like, like that. Like something like Arc Nova, well, even no, Carnegie. Great. I was like, okay, this is really, really good. And so, yeah. yeah. And uh, I looked at all the rest of his games and I was like, you know what? I definitely liked it better than Tila Tomb. And I love Tila Tomb. Yeah. Um, I personally like it better than Zulkin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After the one, because Zulkin's for me. You're smarter than Zulkin. Zulkin's smarter than me. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, what about you, man? Number five. My number two ranked Simone Luciani game is Grand Austria Hotel. All right, number one Zulkin for Jeff. Teal Tom. Oh, oh right, Zulkin for yeah, with a bullet. But I'll tell you right now, I like in the eye. <laughs> all right, Natalie, go ahead. You do yours, and then I would say something. Okay, about I'm going to say my number two is Lorenzo Il Magnifico. It's a great game. That is a Lorenzo. great game. It's kind of like along the lines, like you said, like. Like I only played it the once, but the one time I played it, I was like in love with it. Renzo's that game immediately. Is toy-y. It's toy. A lot of his games are very toy. I think Natalie's number one game is Darwin's Journey. I think I'm she's saying smiling it. like that. I think it's. Is it, I think it's Grand Austria Hotel. No, it's Darwin's. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh yeah. Nice. I only well. I, okay, so when I was making this list, remember I was here on the couch and I was like looking at all his games and I was like, all these games to me are just number two games. I was, I was laughing like, about I that. I was like, one. oh, this, fuck. that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, Zolkin is probably number one, but Grand Austria Hotel, Lorenzo, Tila Tum, and Darwin are tied at second. Right. <laughs> it's like they're all yeah. so fucking. They're good. all so good. Well, to me, it was more just like these are all like I couldn't even pick a number one. I was like they're all just like a number two rank. Like no, <laughs> none just, stand out to be like yeah. number one. I know. But like, come on, so he's one of the best as I Darwin ever, is but one I get of. It. I did feel the best playing that. Yeah. And so that's what I just said. No. I could have right. picked a lot of these games, but for me, Grand Austria Hotel with a bullet is number yeah, one for me. All yeah. All right. Number four is Vlada Shavadal. Vladi Shavadi. Vladi All right. Shavadi. Number two for me for Vladi Shavadal. Vladi Shavadi. I have, I was really close between these two games. Mm-hmm. And the two games are Mage Knight. Okay. But what I went with for my number two pick is Galaxy Trucker. Okay. So what do you think? What do you suppose number one is for me? Codenames Duet. That's what I think. Codenames Duet. <laughs> yeah, it's Codenames Duet. <laughs> We're like easy. It's Codenames Duet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, Jeff, what about you? What do you got? What's My your number, number two? two Vlada Shavadi game is any variation of Codenames. Okay, fuck. I think his number one is Dungeon Lords. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I said that really fast. I feel like Let I don't know think. a ton of his games or what Jeff has played. I think it's Dungeon Lords. Jeff. <laughs> I just said Galaxy Trucker. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Dungeon Lords like, is probably three. I thought I was coming in like, I got Dungeon Lords. Uh, Galaxy Trucker is just, and that, so that's good. a game that overcame the first play. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. And then ever since then, I was like, lower your this expectations. This is so fun. Yeah. Lowered What's going to happen to your ship and just play. <laughs> just and it's been fun. really fun. Yeah, so. that's great. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I have not guessed one of you guys correctly, except Zulkin, <laughs> I guess, for the first yeah, one. You got that Natalie, one. what is uh, your number two Vlada Shavadal? number two sh- Shavadal is uh, also Galaxy Truck. Codenames do it. Yes. Codenames do it. Yeah, Codenames yeah, do it. Yeah, all right. Very I even good. put Codenames all codenames for all. number one. Codenames all. Yeah. This is going to be a tougher one probably for all three of us to guess because there's so many fucking games with this next designer. Yes. Kanizia is our third designer. Kanizia. My number two game for designer Kanizia is Lost Cities. Mm. Oh, okay. Your number one is... Tigris and Euphrates slash oh, Yellow and Yanksy. is that one? Then yeah. Boom. Yes, correct. I don't remember. Just guessed every one of mine. God, I haven't guessed any of yours. Fuck. All right, Jeff, up. what is your favorite designer Kanitia game? Favorite second, designer, favorite, second favorite. Second favorite. Second favorite designer Kanitia game is Lost Cities. Oof. Oh. God damn it. <sighs> so wait, yours was Tigris and Euphrates? Jeff's is not Tigris and Euphrates. I know. It's not. That's up because uh, I haven't played. I played Tigris and Euphrates maybe a really long time ago. More be, recently, Yellow and Yanksy. It might be Witchstone. 
More recently, it's been he, oh, Yellow Yankee. I did like that's lower. Did you say he's played that? <laughs> he's the one that told us to play that. Oh. True. He reviewed it on the show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we had not played it. With- yep. <laughs> I can't keep track of all this. You can because I can. And I have the worst memory of anyone. Well. <laughs> Do I know what my one is? You know my memory? No. I play a game and the think. next day I forget. He I said need- Wishstone, I thought. Well, I, I, that's what I, I think it's Wishstone, but I, he, I Designer Keys has got the fucking catalog. Designed. You said number two is Lost Cities. Yes. Which Mainly because like of the me. app implementation, and I just can't stop playing that so good. The app is great. Yeah, it's fucking great. I don't know, man. I'm just going to say Witchstone. It's Witchstone. Yes, yes! I think that's Natalie's number one, too. Yeah, for You're sure. Natalie, what's your number two, though? Does she have a number two? Uh, my number two is Blue Lagoon. I, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. If, if you had it said, we if that. you had said Witchstone is your two, Blue Lagoon would be another one. Yeah, yeah we should have guessed Blue Lagoon. You crushed us at Blue Lagoon. My God, <laughs> Dyn- designer Knizia, like I just finished my city. That would be a top five of his. Of my modern art is. Really I love good. modern art. That was close for me yeah. too. Yeah. Samurai. I don't, I don't think you guys have played Samurai. That's no, no but that's a God. That's such a great like game. A that was a that was a close one between that and Lost Cities for me. All right, number two, my boy. Uwe Rosenberg. Uwe Rosen. This was this was extremely tough. difficult. I still don't for even me. know if what I said is correct right, because I don't know. Here's what I did, guys. For Uwe alone, I am only going off of his big box games. Oh, Ooh, okay. okay. So Bonanza out. Okay. Ooh, ouch. Mamma okay. Mia out. <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mama Mia. <laughs> um, just so you know. Okay. So my number two, I went with Lahav. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. I think you guys Your probably number know number one. Caverna. Caverna. Yeah, Caverna. one. For sure. Caverna's one. Jeff, what about you? I did not exclude the small box okay. games. Sure. My number two is A Feast for Odin. Oh, fuck. Your number it, one's Bonanza. It's Bonanza then, because he's yeah. telling us he didn't exclude Number the, one's Bonanza. Bonanza, yeah. If I didn't, Feast for Odin would have been one, and then two probably would have no, been... Hold on, let me do it. Um, or at Labora. No. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, uh, Fields of Arl. I haven't played Fields of Arl. Fuck. Um, it's Howler Tau. Yeah, probably have. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it in your face. <laughs> All right, Natalie, what do you got? Okay, my fourth guess. <laughs> <laughs> huh? um, okay, well, I guess I'll exclude small box too. Uh, my number two is Fields of Arl. Um, so your number one is got to be Caverna. Caverna. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Yes. But okay. It's really Bonanza. Yeah. Yeah. So Duh. I was like, I was like, Bonanza and Caverna are gonna be one too. That's gonna be so boring. I was like, I'm just yeah. gonna exclude Bonanza. All right. Here we Here's go. It was an easy one. That was Stefan Feld condom is number Ooh. one. Stefan Feld condom. My number two. I thought about this. This was Trey Deficile. <laughs> Very okay. difficile. Very difficile. <laughs> um, my number two. Ah, oh, God. This was, there was three games fighting for my number two spot. Today, tomorrow I'll give it to someone else. Right. Today I gave it to Amerigo. Marigo oh, at damn. two. Yeah, yeah that's so a good one. what's one? Castles of Burgundy. Castles of Burgundy. Yeah, Castles of one. Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it's Amerigo or it's Trajan. And then I was like, but Carpe Diem. I know Carpe yeah, Diem. Yeah, you like so that. I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, so I wrote down, I, like I wrote down Amerigo slash Trajan. Number <laughs> <laughs> one, I feel like saying at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Jeff's number one is Trajan. Jeff's number two is Castle of Burgundy. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> got it. He nailed it first try. Bam, got it. Now his number one is Castle of Burgundy. Now number two is Trajan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna say shit. Sassy from Ted Lasso. And I was Sassy from Ted Lasso. Got it. Yes, bam. Fuck you. Oh, you know who it was? So we were watching this thing and then you all this stuff happened. And then you won't believe who it was. It was Sassy from Ted Lasso. Boom. Got it. I was like legit pissed. You saw my shoe. was so mad. Great. You know what's so funny about that is a few episodes later, Jeff was recanting it. I laughed harder when he, he so when great. He, he just like, Sassy from Ted Lasso. 
I'm like, is that what I did? You're, you're you're like, like, I yeah. can't believe who was in the show. It's Jesse from Ted Lasso. I'm like building oh, it up and then you just like sweep it and take it from me. It's mine. Sessie from Ted Lasso. Mine. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so uh, I liked that top five. It's a different top yeah. five than normal. We can do weird shit like that. We'll do more. weird shit like that only, mostly because we can't think of other fucking shit to do. So, yeah, yeah. so difficult. So we're going to do the weird stuff like that. Um, so that's that's good stuff. So catch us again in uh, 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 episode. Uh, wow. So, uh, uh, Let's get it together, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you later. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody